Welcome to Law MacArthur Live uh, with your host Tim and Sarah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we are, of course, uh, I do should you know I've been watching some of the live shows. So when it says live on tape, this is live live. It's not yes. on tape uh, unless you're listening to the podcast, and then yeah, it's, it's pre-recorded. It's re re recorded, and then you're listening to the replay anyway uh speaking of that you can watch the listen to the podcast if you want on any you know, favorite podcasting platforms and streaming platforms and unless yours is apple then you can't um otherwise you can but if you stream on your my favorite which is spotify we're there mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. uh, it does actually host on Podbean, b-e-a-n if you're actually interested but there you go let me forgot to mute the the old phone here uh oh so ooh, I got a lot <coughs> of notifications anyway i hope everybody's having a great day um it is almost the end of january believe it or not january 30th so we are almost through january and tomorrow i head to vegas for uh nada yes kind of looking forward to that I haven't been to nada before and uh looking at the sessions and looking forward to that so it'd be a lot of fun so Anything you want to share about your weekend? How did it go? I cleaned the carpets. I shampooed the carpets. Yeah? Yeah. It took that three. That is only fun. It <laughs> took three go-overs to get it completely clean. That's what you have. That's what happens when you have dogs in winter. <laughs> it happens. We also clean the couch cushion covers. Yep. So, so I think... Um, Jolie had their dog came in after being outside and jumped on their couch. Yep. <laughs> Mud all so over. We actually cleaned the carpets <clears throat> and then we're like, okay, let the dogs in because it was really nice. So we let the dogs stay outside. Mm -hmm. And as he comes in with mud dripping off his paws, like it wasn't just <laughs> some mud. No, this was like chunks of mud falling off his paws as he's walking through. So he had to have him go downstairs and kennel mm. while we re-clean the, the carpets yeah not fun well we went to kansas city to the rv show which actually was a little disappointed kansas city you gotta gotta get your act together uh when i was younger we used they used to have all kinds of booths with vacation spots and resorts and all that and says come stay with us this summer you know in your camper and this and that and there weren't a lot of those uh, but there are a lot of fifth wheel campers and that's not yeah. what we're looking for we're looking for something to pull with the Bronco. And so we did see a couple options. And I'll keep searching and researching more of them. But um, I think there are a couple there that we probably could, could use. So I'm going to share some of them mm -hmm. just for fun. Oh, before we get into that, for people that are here early, don't forget we got our, our daily joke here, our dad joke. We'll do this until I run out of dad jokes. So what's made of leather and sounds like a sneeze? A shoe. Anyway, all right, there you go. That's out of the way. Now let's get into <laughs> fun stuff, right? All right, so. You get into your thing, and then there we go. I'll go into members after that. Yes. Okay, so we checked out some campers. So this is a free solo. So the, we, we originally were thinking we wanted something under $10,000. And so this fits the bill. Actually, they had a priced retail over around 20 but they had it on sale for 10 or something but anyway um pretty much we're like we just need some place to sleep um for the most part maybe some ac so this in here fit the bill kind of has an awning on it and then 
Um, you can see inside does have the AC unit, which is nice, and some cabinets up there. And on the other side, kind of has, I think that's a radio anyway, um, which is always good. Fire hydrant too, kind of have that. Um, and then in the back, the galley, uh, they actually had a little Yeti back here with a little stovetop there. And um, I can't tell if that's a sink. Anyway, so we're not really necessarily interested in maybe a sink would be nice, but not much than that. But anyway, so that was well, an option. Even if you don't have like water going through the pipes and hooked up, you could still use water bottles to yeah. rinse stuff. Anyway. All right. But then we found this one. And yes, we got Jaden and your uh, your mom in here. This is the Radical by Bushwhacker. I think actually I think it's a Braxton Creek is the brand. Um, and this one's a little bigger, um, but really like this one and a little more expensive. Uh, again, I can see myself jumping up and then price on things. I does have the awning up there and even a, a rack up there. Um, and, um, even has a little step to come or you step onto the fender, I guess, to get in. Um, but what's great about it is I really like the, the mattress a little bit better and, a, and has kind of a backrest cause we like to sit up a little bit, uh, read and that kind of stuff. Um, but you can see behind him, you got the AC unit. It's the only thing I don't like about this and the AC units behind this cushion instead of up higher. I kind of, that's the only, only downfall I have here. And then speakers and different things there. And on the other side, heater. So this one's got a heater, which we kind of like. And it actually looks nice because it looks like a fire going, like a fireplace kind of. Although I don't think we can roast marshmallows on it. And then we do have on the back galley, your mom really liked this one because it has a microwave. It has a refrigerator, not just a cooler, and then a pull-out um, stovetop, Blackstone. She really liked that. Um, so anyway, so I don't know. Right now, that's that's kind of on our list. The possibility of just going to that end, um, <clears throat> you'll notice that it has props or support on both the front and the back. A lot of these, I guess, would have just on the back because they don't want it to go backwards. But and then you have your your uh, tongue there um, support. But this one's a little bigger, so it has it on the front and the back. But anyway, there you go. I don't know. We're seriously considering it now, doing something like that. But so. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else? I did get some uh, doing sticker swaps for the Bronco community. Loves their sticker swaps and making stickers of the Broncos. You guys have seen mine. Um, so I got a couple in recently. Yesterday we got from um, Rebel the Bronco. Um, I don't know if they these people probably don't watch the live stream. We've been connecting with them on Instagram, and I do like this one. The sticker they sent. I work hard so my Bronco can have a better life. Uh, so true. Anyway, so they sent their stickers. Uh, pretty nice. And then also today, and they actually have a patch too. So I don't know if I want to do the patch. I'm sure those are more expensive. But uh, and then we got this one here from O Buck, O H H dot Buck. If you want to find them on Instagram, um, and that is Kathleen and Doug sites. Um, and then uh, they sent their stickers. So pretty cool. So you go oh, and a magnet. This is a magnet. So, and then lastly, we got Bell, the Virginia Bronco. That's Renee and Sean. Um, and then they sent theirs. Let's see theirs. Pretty cool. So it's got. Oh, the beast. <laughs> the beast. Oh, because <clears throat> her Bronco is Bell. Yeah. So, and then it's, they are um, on Instagram, Bell, the VA Bronco, if you're looking for them on Instagram. 
I assume that's what they are on Instagram. Yeah. That's what everybody's been doing. So pretty cool. So having fun with the sticker swaps. I'm getting quite a few, and I need to figure out where I'm going to put them all. I think I'm going to put them on the Rough Country Cooler. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so I need to do that. Got a lot of stickers I need to put on I the Bronco. <laughs> anyway, all right. What else? Members? Yeah. Oh, before we do that, um, on the note of uh, campers, ML Culpepper says, renting a travel trailer, if you can, it's always preferable to owning. You know, you rent it for the season, turn it back in. It's usually you rent It's kind of like a VRB. You. you just rent it for that time. Mm. Right. And some people, you know, said, well, what about a hotel and everything? Well, the, the great thing about the camper is that you can get you can get closer to the trails. Right. You don't have to come back to the town or whatever. Right. And so then you can find that camp. And there's a lot of campsites on the trails. Not only that, if you purchase right. one, then after a while, it's going to be pay, it'll pay itself off. And then you're, you know, staying at these sites for, you know, half what you would pay for a hotel, especially now. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's costing you some. But here's the other thing that I've been having issues with, and I'm big on this, is hotels. So, you know, this weekend we stayed at a hotel and housekeeping didn't do their job. I mean, the, the toilet hat was dirty and, I mean, they didn't refill some stuff. And it's like, and I'm like, you know what? I like look and when I'm looking for a hotel room, I mean, I, I probably spent days weeks yeah. finding the right hotel so Why that i and looking at reviews until like the week before yeah i'm like uh, you know i look at reviews and everything else because i'm like i don't want to be stuck at a hotel well we went to vegas went to rio never i'm never going to stay at rio ever again because that is a smoke infested hotel room not that we only, you get sick when not you get only back. that they were during in renovations and they had people working above us yeah. at 4 a.m in the morning we're like we're supposed to be on a flight like yeah. And a few hours, we were hoping to sleep in a little bit. And they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. So we can take this. We know what we've done with it. That's why I probably buy a new one and not a used one because I know what it's been through and what mm -hmm. I've done to it and how clean it is because we're the ones cleaning it and everything else. I mean, we will take care of it. And so that's the way I yeah. look at it is it's, you know, and it's some place for me to stay if I get kicked out of the house. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're not like that. <laughs> I've never had to sleep on the couch yet. Uh, anyway, um, but you know, I mean, it's just—it's also going. We want the four-wheel drive, you know, more off-road one, um, so that we can be closer to the trails, so you don't spend time you know, mm -hmm. going down uh, and going down the. You know, like when you go to the vents, yeah, a lot of times we go to the vents, and so like that wouldn't necessarily need to camp, camp there. But like, I want to go to Colorado. I mean, Colorado's—we actually were thinking about it. it was like. Well, is there any off-roading in Missouri? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. It takes three hours just to get to Kansas City. At that point, I just will go to Colorado. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Uh, more hours here in Denver. And, you're in, and there's a Springs. lot of trails in Colorado. Um, anyway, so we'll, you know, do more of that. So especially this summer, I think I'm hoping that instead of just hitting the events that, you know, I get a Saturday off every month, taking the Friday as well and maybe the Monday and then going to Moab because mm -hmm. that was a fun and easy trip. Mm -hmm. to drive to moab we got there friday we went off-roading saturday yeah. and sunday and then drove back monday yeah i think we've decided we're gonna do weekend trips you know go out to the lake friday night set up tents and then come back in sunday anyway you know 
to each their own, right? There are people that enjoy and well, we kind of enjoy the camping too. I would I mean, love to go off roading. I just don't have an off roading capable vehicle. Yeah. So for me, the we closest I can up. get, huh? We need to get you set up. Eventually, this, these used Broncos will start coming down. You get a couple year old used yeah, Bronco. Eventually, there something with a horrible transmission that's already been <laughs> used out the wazoo. Um, <laughs> hey, we got some. We'll get some uh, some Broncos that are all discounted. Oh, I know. <laughs> Not enough, probably. I know. <laughs> um, Not enough. Yep. Not enough to counter the gas mileage. <laughs> yeah. But no, so the closest I can get is um, camping out at the lake and hiking some trails, going to the beach, doing things like that. Yep. All right, real quick though, before we get into the members. Videos that we've done recently, Maverick Monday. I think Maverick Monday videos are they're fun to, to do, and I think people are really getting into them. And if you didn't see yesterday's, um, check it out. Check it out. Um, so here is um, an image there of can if you, you can figure different? can tell what's different um, that I did. If you if you watched the video yesterday, you guys know, but um, I did something different to the Bronco, and I like it. Again, it's not for everybody, but I like it, and that's what matters because it's my Maverick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Might be somebody sometime down the road, but it's mine right now, and it worked. And uh, so there you go. Check out uh, yesterday's video if you want. So, All right. Anthony, our member for nine months, said, love the Maverick Monday video. All right. So speaking of that, why don't you go ahead and take that off, and we will. I'm working on that. <laughs> go through. Okay, we'll go through uh, go. how to become a member. If you would like to become a member, it's that join button right by, beside the subscribe button. Um, if When you click that, it's going to go through all of the perks that you get as a member. Mm -hmm. If you're an iPhone user, you have to do things a little bit differently. You have to go to your web browser, go up to little a and big A, click request desktop browser, and at that point, you should be able to see it. Yep. So if you don't yep. see it, then you're probably on an iPad or an yep. iPhone. Member content can be found under the community and membership tabs, mm -hmm. or you said it's on the main page now too. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to see that. Um, our mo members get to see a live stream each week. They get to see a lot walk each week. Um, yeah, except for last week. <laughs> I didn't do one. I was going to do one at the RV show, but I was a little, a little preoccupied. We had Jaden there, so. Yeah. He wanted to go in everything, so he, he had to watch him. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, when we're on trips for mm -hmm. work and such, we'll post them in there. We'll blog a little bit. This um, week I'll be doing some, some videos from yeah. NADA. And now member. you get see to that. see videos early early before so like, it's released to the public. And you'll notice, too, so <laughs> if members saw it early, uh, commented, then it actually shows member comments on the, I noticed. I love that. I noticed yesterday when I was looking, there were a couple of people that some of the, a couple of members that commented before it went live to everybody else, to the public. And so their comments were there and, and viewed when the first one in there. Um, I love that. So um, I always make sure that even if it's like a video, like on, on Monday, I was kind of rushing to try to get, I did several different videos. Um, I make sure at least I get to give them 30 minutes before everybody yeah. else so uh that way that video normally I like to have my videos go live at six and that one went live yesterday at seven yeah it's because i wanted to get the members um their chance so they got to see it at 6 30. yeah and then everybody else if you join you get to see tim and i 
in a snowball fight with my kid. <laughs> and you can go back and see any of the member videos. Yeah. Uh, they're all there, and you can go back and see any of that. New Year's Eve, we do. Yeah, we do stuff. We do stuff. Yep. What a lot of fun. So there you go. You get to see a short where we're working on the Bronco at like 9 p.m. at night in the dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. In Colorado about trying to get something together. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're. When do you start doing throwback? Throwback. We should. I'm gonna take your shorts and put them on my Instagram as throwback. Yes. <laughs> throwback Thursdays. <laughs> you should. You can do. It. Go ahead. Feel free to do it on your own too. Yes. Um. There you go. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So we have a lot of fun with the members and the videos and such. So we try to get throw oh. out some content. So. And there's a Discord. So that there's way we can chat. That I never go to. Sorry, members. I'll try to. I'll, I'll try. I may not reply, <laughs> but I'm in there and I'm watching the chats and seeing how it's going. Tag me if you want. If you're on Discord, at least that should come up. Yes. Anyway, um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of fun there, and um, yeah, in like there, we're gonna talk about some stuff tonight that the members have already heard because we talked about it in on the member live, mm -hmm. and Monday's um, video came from the member live video yes, from Brandon. We have a lot Brandon, of fun so. on Fridays. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun, and uh, sometimes we get into some I, things. you know, in the, the stream early. Sometimes I. Well, in this week you might be by yourself. <laughs> That's right. There'll be any DA. We'll see what's going on. I think I don't know if I have a session during that time or not. Yeah. Um, I think I'll be finishing up. Oh wait, they're two hours behind, right? So four o'clock here is two o'clock there. So I'll be in a session. So. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, we should own. be able to see your comments. Can you put one out? If not, then I will go and I will. I know where to check. Well, you put them in timeout that one time. I, <laughs> Are you sure you didn't accidentally block them? I might have. I know where to find that, I think. I was going to say, yeah. I know where to find him. You do shout outs to members while I try to find that. Okay. Because he's a member. Yes. Oh, he put three out earlier. Although I wasn't watching the comments very steadily. Let's find out. Yeah, there was. He'll a unblock you if you are. She knows. Yeah, she knows how the he knows how that works. So let me go. I also blocked Ridgeview, our moderator, in the same. Well, session. and you put him in timeout that one, and it was fine, so it didn't actually block him. Well, but I think I clicked on a different one than Johnny's. Mm. I don't know. All right, you. Can you throw up the banner? Yeah. Let's do a shout out to members. All right. So we're going to start off with Ghost Dang. Good evening, Rich. You got my Maverick Friday. It took 486 days. Very excited. Congratulations. That's an exciting day. Uh, we have Clarence Roller. Really good Maverick Monday. Can't wait to do it on my first edition. So he's going to peel his off. Mm. There was no adhesive underneath it that we needed to remove. So, mm -mm. yep. Uh, Richview, our, one of our moderators. Um, he is the one that greets everyone into our chat and keeps everyone uh, PG. <laughs> yep. And, um, and uh, Johnny is one of our members and now can log in as Johnny's Car Can Reviews and see because he was Sorry, blocked. Johnny. <laughs> there you go. All right, there Jack Evans. We're Hello, human. crew. Hope all is okay. We have Salty Jim. Happy Tuesday, friends. 
Craig Mock. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody is having a great week so far. I think you might be pleased on to, on Thursday. Just saying. <laughs> we have Elizabeth. Evening, everyone. We have Bowles, who re-upped but kept his two-year status. There you his go. His credit card. If you do changed. it quick enough, <clears throat> then you keep it. Yes. I think you have but to do it before the. It has to be within a week. Yeah, you have to do it like right before your like your expiration date. So like, yeah. Once you have your last payment, then it goes for a month, and then you have a date. Yeah. So that's how I had to flip on Johnny's. I went from being a member under my name, or under Law MacArthur, yeah. to being one under Ford Breeder Guy. Was that's how I did it. Yeah, because we did have tricky. a we did have tricky. a member that reverted back to zero. Yeah. And she had been at two years, and unfortunately, I can't. That's on YouTube. That. Yeah, we don't have a control of that. I wish I did. Maybe I need to make a comment to YouTube. Hey, I want to be able to, you know, up some of my members because, you know. Yeah. I want more control over my membership, please. I'm up. Finally, hi, uh, finally. Hi, everyone. So Francis Arrigo, I think he jumps in late sometimes. Yep. Um, let's see. Arquibido. Good Tuesday evening, all. Did you eat any of your cake? Not yet. I had to freeze it because we didn't decorate it yet. So I'm going to. I ate some uh, of mine. And then I have two friends that took French class. Um, Becca took French class with me. And so she knows what the king cake is. We was like, uh, I don't know about it. The kids loved it. I loved it. Took it to Becca because her birthday was not too long so ago. So he sent us a New Orleans king, uh, king for the day or king, king cake. King cake. And uh, it has so, a little baby inside of it, yeah. and whoever finds the baby is king for the day and has prosperity for the whole year. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Thank you. We have Brian Foster. I am on now, yet my uh, yet my, my stay might be brief since I am expecting a call. We have Eric. Good evening, everyone. My first live stream in quite a while. I think he emailed me, and uh, we'll talk about some of the things we talked about in the email. We have Rushman. Good evening, all. Bruce White. Evening. Long time no see. Mo Richman. Hello. And Bucko. Okay, who is still asleep? That was earlier on. No. We had we have a salesman here. Um, yes, I actually compare. Um, so he's a member on another channel, but he's still commenting as JCCR Adventures. Yep. <clears throat> By the way, I started watching Last Man Standing two weeks ago, and it's great. Tim the Toolman Taylor has some great rants. I compare him to Tim. <laughs> he's very much so yeah. in line. He's a blogger. He's on the internet making videos for so, his work. So Last Man marketing. Standing, have you ever watched that show? Yes. Yeah, he does his so little much. podcast. He does. Yes, that's what and I'm that talking about. He rants about. on those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Little, those little rants and lessons, life lessons. Yes. <clears throat> Let's see. And I forgot to grab. If I didn't grab you, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I was not able. I was having trouble getting into the chat tonight. But. There's one that I know I didn't get. Niles Gridley, he is our other moderator. He is our in one of our in-house market aftermarket specialists. So if you have any aftermarket questions, tap. Uh, I can't talk tonight. Type 
at Niles Gridley and your question, and he will help you out. Yep. All right. That's it. Do you have a good dealer? I do. You should. So over the weekend, or well, last week, I took up um, – I took over the Maverick Truck Club Good Dealer or the recommendation list. Um, <clears throat> so I will be maintaining it from now on with some help from Brian every once in a while. I'm, saying, I'm I not helping help. you. I ain't got time. <laughs> no, he said if it gets to the point where there's too many entries and I need help, just reach out and he'll do it for me or help me out with some. But I'm Too busy off-roading. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. All right. So... And this one is somewhat of a warning, but also it turned out good. All right. So this is a Vantage Ford of Duret, California, but it was bought out by Envision in October. So I don't know if we've done this dealership before, but since it changed names, I thought it would be a good time to do it. Um, he ordered his Maverick through Advantage after seeing them um, on your list as a trusted dealership. When I went to pay my deposit, I was assured I would pay no more than what was on line order invoice and that no surprise dealer add-ons would happen. Fast forward five months, Envision notifies me the truck is ready, that there would be a markup because Envision adds surface care protection to all their vehicles. I told them if they charge, if the charge isn't removed completely, simply refund my deposit. I won't take the vehicle. After a little bit back and forth, they removed the charge and he paid MSRP quoted at the time of ordering. So he had to rewind it a little bit. No, no, no. This is what I was promised. And they ended up um, honoring that. So Envision, it sounds like they are working through a couple of changes as they're moving forward, but good dealer-ish. I'd say ish on that one, <laughs> but... At least they fixed it. They made it right. Yes, they made it right. right. I've seen a lot of... But um, it's, it sounds like the uh, salesmen are happy to help and very friendly. Well, that's good. Um, I have had a lot of customers recently reach out because their private offers, their dealers are saying, no, there's no private offer or price protection for that. Uh, you know, the transition private offer and everything and they're like hey you, there is and this and that and they're having a fight for it and then like you know like there's been a couple of times where they said well you know forget it and this and that so people have to do that and then they're like oh we found it it popped in today i'm like well, no it didn't just pop in today yeah, <laughs> let me tell you it's, it's it's been there the whole time i did actually ha help someone uh funny story um they sent me the information and then i had to forward it on to the brand manager um, and he didn't realize it, but the brand manager had taken care of it and they loaded it in. And then that same, right after they loaded it in, when he, the, the dealer called him and said, Oh, we see it in here. <laughs> like, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> dealer. Cause yeah, that cause I, cause there are a couple that aren't showing up. So there is a, a there are some scenarios where it's not there. They can't match it up. We had one, one person, I think I talked about last week or the week before, where they had switched dealers so they put in their 24 order with a different dealer than their 23 in that case they can't match it up because they're looking for the same dealer right or if they didn't use the same order number on the 23 or 24 order it's difficult for them to match it up as well so ford has to do you know there's a lot of orders there and they have to try to match it up somehow and um, name has to be the same sometimes if the name is misspelled 
I know we have had a couple that we had to go and, and have them initiate because the name was misspelled um, or that kind of on one of the on one of the years, you know, like they might spell it right on one and then wrong on the other and then it doesn't match up. So anyway, but there you go. All right. And Mo Culpepper's like, good dealers pick you up at the airport. Price was the same as when we ordered sign, pay and drive in an hour. <laughs> what dealer was that? <laughs> I do speak French uh, a, a little bit. It's been a very long time since I've actually spoken it. The only foreign language I speak is Hermosillo. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say Ford. <laughs> we were teaching. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, Ford. Uh, anyway. Forties. Um, Forties. Yeah. It is kind of a, you know, its own thing but um no he um so by the way Jaden he's yes. pretty much can count to like 120 the kids I don't know he's smart as a whip so now you know he's learning how to count to 10 in Spanish <laughs> I love it I'm like what she was like they were going through them this week I'm like okay <laughs> anyway. I can count in French very yep. easily you know I didn't print off my paper here I like to count in French it's pretty fun Especially when someone that doesn't know French and you start explaining what you're actually saying. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I think we've we covered everything. Are we, are, we, so. are we getting ready for the next one? The, the scheduling notes and such. Did I get anything else? Oh, don't forget about a merch. If you want any of our merch. We have a new um, member that just joined. Michael Dimitros. All right. Welcome. Well, welcome being a member. And I think you'll hopefully you'll enjoy some of the content and the member content. And mm -hmm. Have fun with that. Um, um, yeah. If you are asking <laughs> questions, I am grabbing them. I'm pulling them aside. If it pertains to the topic that we are on, I will we will answer them at the end of that topic when he's done talking. Mm -hmm. If it does not pertain to the topic and it's something that's later on, I'll hold it until we get to that. Or we add it to the Q&A at the end. All right. Well, we're going to get into the scheduling information, and we do uh, this section. We're going to record into a separate video on Wednesday. So I'm going to flip the camera here for this. Where is that here? Here we go. So this week we're going to get into scheduling information. There are a few models that are not scheduling this week, um, and so let's get into some of the terminology uh, so everybody kind of knows uh, real quick. Do this each week. Uh, don't forget that um, what we're talking about here in this part of the video is scheduling information and scheduling notes that the factory has given to the dealers to help get the order scheduled. Um, and those orders are placed in the order bank. So that is where uh, stock and retail orders are placed. A retail order is a customer placed order, uh, whereas a stock order is an order placed by a dealer for stock or lot inventory if they don't have any retail orders. Um, but they have allocations, which we'll talk about in a second. A priority code is a priority given. Uh, a dealer gives to the orders. Um, retail is always the lowest. Uh, it's like golf, lower, lower the better. So they can be put in anywhere from an 03 to 19. Um, and then stock ones are 20 to 80. Um, and then scheduling, that is when Ford schedules an order for production dates in future months. So that's what we're talking about here is we'll talk about which models are scheduling and for what production dates they're scheduling for um, and then they schedule usually they'll schedule to the week and then when it gets closer you'll get a schedule to the day uh, dealers usually see that um, customers may not always see that um, uh, but the deal, they can ask the dealer and they can always share that with them 
allocations. Uh, that is that Ford gives dealers allocations to schedule their orders. So, um, and so a dealer needs an allocation to schedule an order in the order bank, whether it be a stock or a retail order, an allocation is needed. A dealer earns those allocations from their sales of each model within their region. Um, so a dealer that sells a lot of F-150s will get a lot of allocations. So they're kind of rewarded for their sales volume. Um, constraints, those are options that may be in short supply or take longer to build. So if, there, if um, the capacity is a certain number, but the demand is higher, that causes a constraint. Or if a supplier can't provide enough parts for a particular option, then that causes a constraint. Uh, capacity is the planned production rate of the particular motor, trim, option, that kind of thing. Um, and then, and even a model for, in general. And then job one and job two, uh, that is production run within a model year. We're going to actually talk about that a little bit later as well. We talk about some things that are coming up for F-150 for job two. Um, and uh, so they'll split those into two different ones for different reasons. One of them may be that at the beginning of the model year, they weren't ready to be able to provide a certain um, option or, or something like that to them. So they uh, have a job too once it's available to shift over and then start production. So their order guides are based on job one order guide or job two order guide. All vehicles are built based on the order configuration by the order guide, not what build and price on the Ford website looks like. Um, balance out, that's the end of production, uh, balancing out of a particular option or model, um, which they're getting close to on a couple models here coming up. There we go. All right. So um, let's uh, get started by talking about the 24 model year Mustang. There you go. Um, all right. So. Uh, 24 model year Mustang, uh, the order banks are open up to place a 24 model year Mustang if you want to. Um, and there is currently 897 unscheduled retail orders. Again, retail is customer placed order. Uh, last week there were 823. So they did schedule some. Um, we might have got some people might have ordered as well. So you're going to see some being ordered. And uh, just because you see like last week there was 823 and this week there's 897. You see a difference of like six or what, 70 or so. That doesn't mean they only scheduled 70 because if a dealership didn't have a retail order, then they might have had some stock ones scheduled. Um, their planned allocation or planned production for March is 2,900 units, which is what they're scheduling for this week. They're doing what they call cleanup scheduling. And cleanup scheduling means that if there's a dealer that has allocations that haven't been fulfilled yet, they want to clean that up. And then they fill in the slots of what they can schedule for. Um, so they're scheduling for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Um, exhaust availability for the Mustang Night Pony package, as well as option 64F, which is an 18 by 8 inch machine face aluminum wheel with a high gloss ebony painted pockets. Um, something to note that I haven't been mentioned each week that I kind of pulled off the uh, scheduling information for March production is, is that uh, don't forget if you want the GT performance package that is a retail only order so dealers can't have any stock uh, gt performance pack um, and then their planned rate for march is two uh, percent of the california special so if you're if you're waiting for california special it might take a little longer because uh, that capacity is only two percent on those for the month of march all right uh, i don't think i have anything else for mustang all right moving on to the 24 model year escape 
Um, the order banks are open up for the escape. If you want to place an order, there's currently 380 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week there was 334, so they had get, did get some scheduled. Their planned production for March is 5,800 units um, with 225 um, plug-in as well. And then they are not scheduling this week for the escape model. So, all right. 24 model year Bronco Sport. Uh, order banks are open up right now for all configurations uh, for that. Um, currently, there's 192 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Uh, last week, I think it was 184, so they did schedule some. Uh, their planned production is about 3,000 units, which is kind of low for the Bronco Sport. And I'll tell you why, because, uh, again, it's something I note that I saw on the information for us for the for the month of March is that they have they're going to schedule 0% Big bins, 0% um, freewheeling with the convenience package. So if you want a freewheeling, you have to have the, you can't have the convenience package. 0% Badlands, so they're not scheduling Badlands this month or for the month of March. Um, outer banks with the tech package. So the only outer banks they're going to schedule is the ones without a tech package. Um, and then the big bin with the black appearance package. No black appearance package are getting scheduled. So um, when we see over here is the note, they are scheduling, cleanup scheduling for weeks of March 4th to March 25th. They are not scheduling Badlands. We know they're not scheduling black or big bin. They're not, and it says limit availability for the black appearance package. That's because their plan was that they weren't going to schedule any this month. Um, exhaust availability for the 2.0, that's only available in the Badlands, so we know that. The tech package for the on the Outer Banks, again, according to the notes for the beginning of the month, we knew that. And then it says the all-season tire um, as well. So really, if you're looking to get a Bronco Sport, you have an order in there. <clears throat> the best configuration, really the only thing they're scheduling right now, it looks like to me, is freewheeling without the convenience package and outer banks without the tech package. That's about the only options we have. Um, they're not scheduling big bends or outer banks uh, or I mean badlands. I'm sorry. Um, and so keep that in mind as well when you're looking at that and thinking about that. Um, they didn't mention anything about the, about the copilot 360 assist plus package. So that one's okay on the free willing, just not the convenience package. So anyway, so they're probably not, going to have a lot to fit into that unless a dealer has an order like something like that so all right moving on 24 model year edge uh order banks um are open for stock ordering um they are closing uh february 8th february 9th um is when they're going to close the order bank for the edge so get your orders in with your dealers if you want to place it um, they may have to place a stock order i thought the order bank it says retail closed on 10 27 but i know they, they opened it back up for a while and didn't update this um so there may be retail order bank may be open but or the dealer may have to put in a stock order for you either one but you have till looks like they're going to close it completely um february 9th um that's a note on here from the factory so um, currently is 300 and, uh, 313 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week there was 276. Their planned production for March is 8,250 units. Um, they are doing scheduling this week, cleanup scheduling. Again, dealers that have allocations, scheduling for production week, production weeks of the week of March 11th through the weeks of March 25th. Um, and then ST is closed so there it is balanced out completely so when we talk about balanced out means they're done they're not making any more they're not scheduling any more edge sts um also exhaust availability for the 201a that's the edge sel version as well as the 18 inch uh, split spoke sparkle silver painted aluminum wheel a lot of s's in there uh, that is option 64 
F, which I think is the standard one on the SE, if I remember right. Anyway, um, all right. I don't think I have anything else there. Moving on to the 24 model year Ranger. Order banks are open up for the 24 model year Ranger. Um, and there's currently 1,588 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there was 1,575. So um, probably what happened is we saw some people put in orders and some got scheduled. The planned production for March is 3,500 units as well as 700 Raptors. Um, they are not scheduling this week. So, and there really aren't any constraints on anything. Uh, remember, if you're wanting a Raptor to get scheduled, your dealer has to have an allocation. So like for us, um, we only, we, so far all dealers have only received one allocation. We have still have yet, again, it's an update for this week, still not seen any information for Ford when we're gonna get more allocations. So like we had one order already and one allocation. So we don't, we're, we're holding off on putting any place any more Raptor orders because we don't have any allocations. We wanna, don't wanna mislead any customers out there. So you might talk to your dealers if you have a Raptor order placed and find out if they've already scheduled their one loan Raptor allocation. Uh, they may not even realize that they're only getting one at this point. Um, and maybe they just assumption is they're gonna get more down the road. And maybe that's why they're taking more orders, but something to keep in mind without an allocation, it's not going to get scheduled. <clears throat> so they're not going to schedule every order in the order bank just because it's in there. All right, moving to 24 model year Bronco. Um, see order banks are open up for most trim levels of the Bronco with the exception of the heritage and heritage limited. So those are closed. Um, cannot order those. Um, and then, there's currently 5,365 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Uh, last week it was 5,775, so they scheduled some. I know they we had four Heritage Edition two-doors that got scheduled last week. So good news for Heritage Edition. I think Everglades also was getting scheduled last week as well as some Raptors. So hopefully everybody that had those uh, Heritage Edition two-door orders in there have been waiting. Hopefully they got scheduled. Uh, their planned production for March is 8,000 units, also an additional 1,150 Raptors, and 358 Heritage Limited Edition um, is their production uh, rate. Now, one thing I didn't had mentioned last couple weeks that I did in a special video that I did was that the plan for this most most months the there's a certain capacity that they plan for on most options, but for March their planned production for hardtops is 65%. For the 2.7 liter engine, it's 45% capacity. So that was higher. It was like 65% normally. So they are cutting back uh, 2.7 liter production a little bit uh, for Bronco for the Mar for March. And uh, so that might affect those people with 2.7 liters. Shouldn't. I think everything should be fine. And then 35% for Sasquatch instead of 40%. Again, Probably won't impact a lot of people with only 5,000 orders in there when their planned production is 8,000 units. So everybody should be okay there. The biggest deal is whether or not a dealer has an allocation that you place an order with. That's that's the big point anymore because a lot of people are like, no, I, they why can't they schedule all of them? Again, has to do with your dealer. If they don't have an allocation but they have an order, they can't get it scheduled. So then it carries over to the next month, which they hope they get an allocation to take care of that order, right? So like for us, we have eight allocations for the rest of this month and we have six retail orders. So in that case, all six of those should get scheduled this week. 
And then we still have two leftover allocations to use towards stock unless we get another retail order. So that's for us, we're in a good position, but for some people, some dealers, it might just be the opposite. They may have six allocations and eight orders. Well, two people aren't going to get scheduled then. They'll get carried over to the next month, whereas some dealers are going to get stock allocations or stock orders scheduled because they don't have enough orders. So hopefully that makes sense there. Um, they are scheduled for the weeks of 3-4 through 3-25. Um, and then best availability, um, they're saying in here, is on the Raptors. Raptor orders will require a mix in the order bank of 70% with the standard wheel and 30% with the optional B-lock wheel, which is a change. It was, I think, 70 was 50-50 before, and now it's shift to they need more standard wheel for those Raptors. And then still 50% vinyl, 50% leather. So that hasn't changed. And then it does say limit availability for Sasquatch package. So maybe they are getting close to that 35% for March, and uh, they may not be able to schedule too many more, but uh, hopefully um, your order will be okay there. So. All right, I think that's it on that. Uh, next is the 24 model year Maverick. Order banks are open up for the Maverick, even the XL, although I wouldn't recommend it. I'll tell you why in a second. There's currently uh, 19,841 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week was 19,378, so it did go up, which means we did see more people order uh, this in the last week. Um, their plan is to make about 8,300 uh, Mavericks, and for the month, the capacity is uh, is 55% hybrid, which that's been what it has been in for the year. 23% XL, which that's been the same number. 47% uh, XLT. So we're talking almost half of the Mavericks being built will be XLT. And then 30% Lariat. Um, so they are scheduling this week at cleanup scheduling. Again, they're trying to take care of any dealers that have available allocations to get them scheduled. They're scheduled for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Um, and it did say in here that they did, and I noticed it with us as well, that they're going to add what they call SIM orders. Um, and so a lot of those, the order numbers will start with an S. Uh, they're going to add some SIM orders for XLT and Lariat versions. So basically dealers that have uh, and they do this because if a dealer has an allocation, but they don't have any retail orders, they want to fulfill those allocations. So they'll they'll make their own orders and put them in there. A lot of times as dealers, we it's our job to like notice if they do that, to go in and, and make sure we like the configuration. Because like one of the things that we've noticed is we are struggling to sell the Lariat trimmed Mavericks. We don't want Lariat trimmed Maverick orders. So if they try to slide in Lariats, we want to change that configuration because that's not what we want. Um, as a stock order. So um, anyway, um, moving on, talking about that uh, limit availability for the XL version. We know that um, there is on the XL, there's like 13,000 XL orders that are unscheduled in the order bank right now out of 19,000. 60% of the orders, and maybe I'm done wrong on my number, maybe it's 11,000. 60% of the orders are XL. So that is something to keep note of and think about. If you have an XL, it might not be a bad idea at this point in time to switch over to XLT. If you could, if you if you think you could afford another couple thousand dollars, um, try try to go to the XLT trim. It would probably help you get your scheduled. Um, and you know, when you think about it, at two thousand dollars, about a thousand of that's your wheels upgrade. So you know, you're getting a bigger wheel. So you really only cost you about another thousand dollars outside of the wheel. If you plan to get a different wheel anyway. And there you go. There's a difference. Um, exhaust availability for the black appearance package, the uh, tonneau pickup box cover, um, hard trifold one, 
the splash guards, and the tire that is available on the XL and XLT. So that 225, 65R17. So unless you go with the optional tire, I think that's the standard tire. Um, if you have, you know, like a different package, like if you have an, uh, an EcoBoost with the FX4 package, then you probably will be okay on uh, that kind of thing because that gets a different tire. Um, so there you go. All right. Uh, 24 model year Explorer. The order banks um, are open up. Ooh, they have information in here. Ooh, I don't know if I should share this because they haven't mentioned this. does say that the order bank is closing February 9th for the 24 model year and that the 25 model year order bank could open up on February 1st. That's in here from the factory notes. Don't know if I'm supposed to share that. Uh, Ford, I'm sorry if I blew something there that I shouldn't have, but probably going to be revealing something real shortly then. Maybe at the auto show at Chicago. Maybe we need to go. Uh, anyway, um, so there you go. Order banks for 25 is coming up soon, um, being opened up. And uh, then there's currently 197 unscheduled retail orders. Last week there was 174. Their planned production for March is 9,800 units, with 50% of those being XLT. Um, and for this month, uh, something that I, of course, will notice in the notes over there, stop build on the Platinum, ST-Line, King Ranch, without the tow package. So you need the tow package if you want a Platinum, ST-Line, or King Ranch Explorer. Um, and then if you want a limited 300A, you need to um, add, you need to take off the tow package. So they're stop build on any limited 300As with the tow package. So that means that they're not gonna build them. So if you want a limited 300A, you have to take off the tow package. So shift that a little bit. Um, limited, uh, they are doing scheduling for the weeks of March 4th through March 25th. Cleanup scheduling, so for dealers that have allocations, like I think we have a couple to fulfill. Um, 3.0 EcoBoost V6 engine uh, with auto start stop is very limited availability. That is your ST. Um, and then, uh, of course, um, also for limited availability for the, um, the limited, the platinum ST, the, 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 um, they, they call it trail in here, but it's a Timberline, King Ranch, and ST line. So really trying to get those XLTs scheduled in there. Um, does Although it does say ex exhaust availability for the XLT, um, and then also the 2.3 liter engine. So um, they're just trying to fill slots, it looks like. Um, it does say premium wheel uh, that's uh, optional on the, the X XLT 202A, as well as limited, uh, standard on the limited 300 and 301. Is exhausted in the, in the 21 inch bright machine aluminum wheel that is standard on the platinum. So there's a lot of things that they're trying to fill in just from part constraints. Not all the orders they'll be able to schedule because of that. Um, there you go. 24 model year expedition order banks are open up right now. Uh, there's currently 524 unscheduled retail orders. Last week there were 611. Their planned production for March is 2,500 units. Um, for the month, the note was that limited 302As would require the sandstone, sandstone interior and the platinum would require the 22-inch optional wheel. So keep that in mind. They are doing cleanup scheduling for the uh, production week of March 25th. And then best availability for the short wheelbase would be the King Ranch version, the platinum version, the Timberline version, the limited 303 or 304A, that's your stealth, and then the XLT version with either the black accent package or the optional 20 inch wheel 
to be selected for scheduling. So they're trying to fill in those last slots of what they have available. Exhaust availability for the limited 302A, as well as the long wheelbase, that's your max length, and your XL version, it says, which is fleet only. And then new availability is the rear seat entertainment system that is now available for scheduling. If you're wanting that, go ahead and add that to your orders. Um, shouldn't hold it up. All right, next is the 24 model year Mach-E. Order banks are open up for all tr trim levels, including the GT. Um, there's currently 48 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there were 40. Uh, probably some stock ones got scheduled along with a couple retails. Their planned production is 4,400 units, 55% um, being extended range, 45% standard range. And it does say in here, only certified elite dealers were going to get allocations for, for March production. So if your dealer is not an elite dealer, that's probably why they didn't see alloc any allocations. Um, they are not scheduling this week, though, um, just to keep that in mind. All right. Next, 24 model year Super Duty. Uh, order banks are open up for ordering if you'd like to order. There's currently 20,815 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week, there was 20,629. I know it looks like maybe only 180 got scheduled. Um, that's not also true because some people probably put in some orders as well. Um, the planned production for March is 18,255 units. Um, and they are scheduling for weeks at Kentucky. Build weeks uh, February 12th through March 25th. And for Ohio truck plant for the weeks of March 11th through March 25th. Um, so they are needing some 6.8 liter engine orders. And we're going to talk about some dealer news updates of, of just because they need those, that in, those engines scheduled because they have a, a surplus of those. Um, they're making it available on other trim levels. We'll, we'll get into that in, in just a little bit in the dealer news updates. Um, so there you go. And then also um, limit availability for the F550 chassis cab. Also limit availability for the platinum version. Um, the 6.7 liter power stroke diesel engine and the high output diesel engine, both of those are limited in availability. Um, the Tire G TGL, which is the 225-70R19.5G black sidewall traction tire that's standard on the F450 pickup. And then the 4x4 Dana axle that's optional on the F450, F550, and F600 is limited. The fifth wheel gooseneck hitch prep package, that's 53W. <clears throat> um, also, that's... Um, and uh, by the way, that is not available with the bed mat or the drop-in bed liner, as they note here, but that's limited as well. The onboard scales and smart hitch, that's a disappointment. That's option 91D. Um, that's optional on the XL, XLT, and Lariat pickups um, and not available with the, the two-wheel drives. And then the lug nut, lug nut cap that's available on F250 and 450 pickup boxes with the four-wheel drive single wheel with the 20-inch chrome wheels or the 20-inch polished and the dark carbonized gray alloy wheel. So again, that's just a that's a part issue. That's a supply issue there, on why they can't get those. The can also limit availability for the camera harness with the rear view camera. Um, so that's probably the ones that you get on the cab chat the cha chassis cabs, and then also the um, there's a certain instrument panel also that's standard on XL, XLT, and Lariat that's also limit availability too. So um, they're trying to fill in slots uh, to, to kind of, it says, please reference the cleanup notes to see the exhausted and best available. So um, 
anyway. All right. Um, 24 model year F-150. Uh, order banks are open up right now. They have currently 4,543 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Last week was 4,333. Uh, the planned production is 31,588. Uh, they are scheduling for the week of March 25th. Uh, limit availability for the Raptor R uh, right now. And then it says, um, I'm not sure what this means. It says no code. It's five also, limit availability for the 5.0 liter V8 engine, the 3.5 EcoBoost, and the 2.7 with the dual exhaust. So um, if you're if you're wanting the dual exhaust, so that's usually, I think, your black appearance package, if I remember right, has a dual exhaust. Um, so if you have any of those engines, of course, your power boost wouldn't have that that exhaust. So, um, so pretty much, it looks like to me that black appearance back is probably what's going to be holding up anything with a dual exhaust in the sense. Also, the uh, option six forty one, which is the eighteen inch black painted aluminum wheel, um, and then the running boards that are optional on the one hundred one A and the one hundred three A, that's included with the two hundred one A and standard on the three hundred one A or higher. Those are also limited. That running board. Um, Little note, I noticed today that Lightning's did schedule. So people have asked about that, if Lightning is scheduling. Um, we had four Lightning schedule either today or yesterday. I didn't, I didn't, I usually don't look at it on a Monday because um, there's usually nothing previewing, but I looked today and we had four Lightnings that scheduled either yesterday or today. They were all XLTs and they were all scheduled for the week of March 18th. So you might check with your dealer and see if your Lightning got scheduled um so there you go and that was and they actually didn't tell us that we were going to have any lightning allocations for this month they actually listed as not having any but we had our four schedule anyway so um that's that's good news i mean we've been people have been asking about you know what about lightning they haven't been giving us any notes about lightning but this and that was just kind of out of the blue today that looks like they scheduled some lightnings so uh, again great news it looks like march production is going to be going there um uh, last one is a 24 model year transit order banks are open up for that. Um, and by the way, on the lightning order banks are still not opened up for that. So they're still paused um, and they are paused. They are not balanced out. Some, some people and some dealers are telling customers that 24 model year lightning is done. It, it's balanced out. And that is not true. It does say in web that it's balanced out, but I have in good authority from the brand manager that is just paused for right now. Um, they still haven't given any communication to dealers, so I don't blame dealers for going that route. But um, I did find out that it's just paused for now, and they will be opening up the order bank. Um, so anyway, all right, 24 model year transit order banks are open up right now. Um, currently 6,443 unscheduled retail orders, which is the same number as last week. So I think maybe they didn't schedule. Um, their plan is to produce 4,500 units. They are scheduled for the week of March 25th. Um, and they are needing certain orders like the transit versions um, and some others. Limit availability for the e-transit as well as the 3.5 EcoBoost V6 engine. So they're needing orders for the 3.5 uh, other V6 engine, 3.5 engine. So there you go. All right. That is all that we have for scheduling there. All right. Got any questions for me? None? Oh, great, great. <laughs> Did you go over XL Pro Power on board? XL what? Pro Power on board. 
What about it? F-150? They say any information on XL Pro Power on board. Uh, there's not a, it's not listed as any kind of constraint or anything. Uh, whether it's available on the XL? I don't know. I don't know if it's on the, um, let me know if it's on the F-150 or Super D. I'll look at, I'll look and look, I can look up the order guide, but I don't know if, if you're asking about constraints or uh, whether it's available. You might check out my videos that I did on both the XL and the X uh, for both the, whichever model you're looking for. We did, I did a video on that, on what's a standard and what's available, but. Yeah. So I can answer this. I noticed my F-350 Platinum trimmer got pushed to 212 schedule production week. Original schedule week was 25, moved to 129 with a production day of 131, and now is 212. What would cause such a big movement? Um, they probably just had to move some of their um, vehicle, some of the builds around to better go through the process of building. It could, it could be that suppliers said they were going to have certain options available, and then they didn't fulfill that. Yeah, that can also be a huge one. Yeah. Um, are we doing invoice for F-150 XLT? Um, we're not really doing necessarily invoice, but we are discounting. On the 23s, yes. On our 23s. Uh, 24s were still uh, on orders. We're still doing MSRP on those, I think. Yeah. Rough build time for a 24 Bronco Sport. Well, we saw all the constraints right now going on on the 24s. Uh, so if you were to order one, depending on the configuration. So, again, uh, what was it on? Um, really, the only thing they're scheduling, it looks like right now, is freewheeling without the convenience package and outer banks without the tech package they're not scheduling badlands they're not scheduling big bends so that's very limited on what they're scheduling so um probably looking for april production for um yeah you know to, to better look at that so i think yeah. they're trying to focus in for march to, for for maverick a little bit more too because mm -hmm. they're seeing that dealers have an, a surplus of Bronco Sport inventory. Mm -hmm. And so I think because of that, they're going having a slow production. Um, and so that they can maybe help Maverick. But we also did see that Maverick production is pretty low for March as well. Because mm -hmm. it was 13000 So I don't know if that means the plant's going to be down in March. They didn't really say. Yeah. But I don't, it almost looks like the, the plant might be down. for Because usually the plants will shut down for in maintenance uh, for two weeks uh, within the year. And so maybe um, March is that month for, for uh, Aramiseo. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Randy says, any news on when Ford will start shipping 24 Rangers? Okay, so I heard a rumor that um, media is going to be able to drive it in March and that they're holding up for that of when they're going to ship them out. I sure hope not. I wouldn't think they're going to hold up because right now they have, they have Rangers that are already built. They started building them in January. Mm -hmm. It'd be really crazy for me to, to think that they would have two months of production just sitting in a lot waiting for the journalists to drive them. I yeah. mean, surely Ford, you wouldn't be. I mean, hey, I'm one of those. I'd love to be one to drive them, and yeah. I, I'm jealous of the journalists that do. But why would you do that? Why would you make our customers unhappy just so that, you know, the media can, can drive it? And, and they want an unbiased opinion. I get that. But go ahead and get them in the driveways and, and I, I don't know i mean push it up let the let the journalist drive them in february then let's let's go yeah i don't know well i mean we'll see 
Um, surely, I mean, I guess I've never really thought about it in the past of whether or not they did drives before they released the vehicles, but I know on the Mavericks they didn't. Right? They built Mavericks and they shipped them out before media got a chance to drive my thought. Yeah. But maybe not. And maybe maybe they said it was waiting on the okay to buy, but maybe it was media needing to drive them. Yeah. And we just they just didn't tell us. So I don't know. Yeah. That's a long answer for I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I can look at our orders and see that they haven't moved yes. <laughs> from the plant. They haven't shipped out. All right. Those are the questions I had. So on to Nothing else on scheduling? No. Oh. Mm, this isn't really scheduling. All right. Yeah, that's what I had for scheduling. All right. Okay. Hopefully I didn't lose oh. too many people while they're waiting for that. Sorry, I got an email on 114 for my Bronco Wild Truck for a build date week of 2-5. Will that happen? If you got I mean, we I mean, dates. In, unless they could move it. I mean, we don't know. I mean, it should at this point, if you're scheduled for next week, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. I mean, usually if they move a date, it's it's usually more than a week out that they'll move that date. So I'd say if you're scheduled for next week, probably not gonna happen. Yeah. So when can you when can you order a T three? Um, we don't know. Uh, it has to be revealed first. So I had somebody I kind of had commented on the Ranger forum. They said that Ford's messing up the Ranger and this it's a fiasco and everything. Um, that it's even worse than the Maverick. And I'm like, well, they revealed the Maverick in June, and they had them in people's driveways in December. Or they at least yeah. shipped them out. That is pretty quick turnaround for a very new model, brand new model. Um, Ranger wasn't completely new. It's eh, in a sense it is. I guess the next gen is pretty much like a new vehicle. But you know, I mean, I think Maverick actually went pretty big, especially when you figure out how many people ordered them. Over a hundred thousand orders of the Maverick that first year. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Ranger. What do they have? They had like three or four thousand orders. That's totally different than one hundred twenty thousand orders for the Maverick. Yeah. So I think they did a pretty good job for what the demand that they've had. So, anyway. Um, well, and yeah. here's another reason that they want to get the Rangers out. People are going to start keeping their vehicles and or going ahead and purchasing purchasing something yeah. because he's saying my trade has dropped fifteen percent value since I ordered my Ranger. So if they keep holding my already built Ranger long enough that falls even more, they might lose out on the sale, which we've seen with Maverick is that people waited so long to get a Maverick. They went ahead and bought something else. Mm -hmm. And we did see, uh, I mean, used car values have really, I mean, uh, even in the last year have yeah. really like, like gone up, down. I mean, it's been going up and down. And, uh, so yeah, we have seen that and, uh, you know, so that, Mm -hmm. You know, that just happens. The more the used cars are flooded the market, the they'll start coming down. Yeah. I had an order in on December 26th. Ford and F-150 Power Boost Lariat with lack appearance package. How long does it take for Ford to update sort slash schedule? That depends on your dealer and how yeah. many allocations they get per month. Um, mm -hmm. Along with, you know, 
if Ford's yeah. looking for a power boost with black appearance package. I will say the only one that they're showing as a, a possible constraint for the F-150 is the Lariat with a black appearance package. Mm -hmm. um, we did see, as we mentioned, now power boosts um, wouldn't get the dual exhaust, right? So that actually might not get affected. That actually might help your order in a sense this week. So maybe it gets scheduled this week if your dealer has an allocation, that is. Yes. Right? That's, that's a key right there. I mean, first things that are always, I mean, a lot of people, you know, like ask about that and then it's really difficult to, to know, but the biggest thing on whether or not somebody gets scheduled is allocation compared to orders a dealer has. Yeah. Right. Like this month we have 38 unscheduled Maverick orders, but we have zero allocations. So I can't get any of them scheduled. So I can't give them a timeline. So I'm hoping that for the month of, for April production, that we can get some allocations for those people. Right. Mm-hmm. In 2024, F-150, I think I saw that, Canadian Divided Growth Investing. Um, so any update on 24 F-150? Those haven't shipped out either. Right. Ranger and F-150 have not shipped out yet. So, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I think I saw another one. What did I, did I see another note about that up here? Somebody else's. Uh, oh. Okay, no, never mind. So the power boost does not have the dual exhaust. Question mark. I don't think it does, and I might be wrong. I could be wrong. I, I was thinking that the black appearance patch got the dual exhausts. Have any 24 F-150 shipped yet? I don't think so. Yeah. None of ours have. No. I looked at them, um, what, last week, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, about a week ago, none of ours yeah. had shipped. So, all right. Anything else? How quick could you get a Super Duty Lariat with a 7.3? A lot quicker than about anything else yeah. um, right now. Um, so, you know, we might see, because someone earlier asked, um, is it true that they're seeing a lot of um, parking lots filled up with F 150s? like they did with the chip and that might be happening, but well, if they haven't, if they're waiting for the okay to buy on the 24, then they're going to sit and tell. Right. Cause that's what happened out. with super duty is that they didn't have they the okay to chips. buy. Well. So they were still producing them, but didn't have the okay to buy to ship them out. Well, that, that back then was because of the chips. Remember super duty. They were having, oh no, it's not. Super duty. Okay. No super duty was getting piled up because they didn't have the okay to buy, yep. but they were, they were a refreshed having... model year. 24 is a refreshed model year. Yeah. Anytime there's a backup. Yeah. Every time there's a, a refresh or a redesign, there tends to be, they got to get everything, all the new emission standards and all the, the EPA that has to be done and everything else. So, and then if the EPA is different than what they have on their window stickers, they got to reprint window stickers to put on the vehicles as well and redo those. So there's a lot that needs to go there on there. So we'll just see. But woohoo! Someone, Michael Saunders, just said thank you for your suggestion on checking dealer stock for Ford Edge ST. I bought a new one over the weekend. Awesome. There you go. All right. Regular cabs. All right. 5.0 for sale on lot. You'd have to check it's dealer to dealer based on yep. whether someone backed out of out of one or if the dealer placed an order for one. Yeah, stop. I mean, dealer 
could have placed a stock order for a regular cab. Um, but um, yeah, all of ours, all of our regular cabs are um, two wheel drives, not four by fours, and they're all lightning bolts. I think we're down to mm -hmm. just three of those. Man, we keep selling those so fast. Yes. Um, anyway, so, all right. All right. All right. Onwards. Okay. I, I don't have a lot of dealer news updates, but I do have one here. So let's uh, throw up the little okay. thing there. I did notice that even though we don't see it in here, every time that flashes up, it takes a little second for the camera to refocus. So I might try something, see if this works. See if that works. <laughs> that helps it because it, we see that it focuses right away on here, but oh. on the actual stream, it like doesn't focus right away. So I thought, well, maybe that'll work. Did it? We'll find out on the recording. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. The only dealer news update that I have uh, for this week uh, is about Super Duty. Actually, twenty-four model year Super Duty, and I mentioned earlier that they're needing the six-point-eight liter gas engine orders so because of that the gas engine was only available on the xl trim the the 6.8 liter gas engine i should say was only available on the xl trim they are now making that engine available on the xlt trim so that is an update um the 7.3 liter gas engine is still the standard gas engine um and so what it'll show on the order guy on the on your window sticker if you decide to go with the 6.8 is a 1750 discount or no, 1705, 1705 discount if you get that. So it will be available in F250 and F350 models. Um, and then it says, um, yeah, so there you go. So that is a possibility. So if you're looking and saying, you know what, I would order a 6.8 liter, um, but I want an XLT trim. Well, now you have that option. Now it's going to be available. So. Um, and it does say production expected to begin in late first quarter of 24. So you can go ahead and order it. They probably won't schedule them right away, but probably for next, um, probably next month's allocations, they'll start scheduling those. So there you go. And they're even trying to help dealers on that because some of the dealers, um, they want 6.8 liter orders. And so what happens is then they sit on dealer lots. Well, once you hit like a, a certain age, on the vehicle, then uh, I think it's 90 days, then you start having to get charged interest on it. Well, now they're saying they're going to prolong that and give dealers 120 days to sell them off their lot, trying to get dealers to get to order more stock 6.8 liter engines. But I didn't put that as a, as a dealer news because it's more of an internal thing for dealers than what customers need to know. But all right. Still any questions I need to before going on to recalls? Actually, I have about four or five recalls, and one of them I think people are going to be interested if it hasn't already hit the Maverick Trick Club. Um, I don't think I have any. Um, <clears throat> not pertaining to those. Nope. nope. I might shift back over here for this because we might actually put this as a separate video because there's one on the Maverick. So, All right. Where are we at? Recalls. Okay, so we have uh, several recalls this week, a little more than we normally have. Um, and the first couple are on the Explorer. So um, we have a safety recall 24S02, which is on certain 2021 to 2019, or 2011 to 2019 Explorers. Um, 
it says there's 1,881,496 vehicles affected by this recall. And uh, in some of the affected vehicles, it may uh, be possible that some of the exterior A-pillar applique trim clip attachments are not properly engaged due to improper assembly or repair. If this occurs, the A-pillar applique trim may be loose, missing, or become detached. An exterior A-pillar trim part that detaches while driving can create a road hazard for other uh, road users, increasing the risk of a crash. So right now, it looks like this is an advance notice. Um, letters haven't gone out yet to owners. Uh, it will once the parts are available and more readily. Um, and uh, so they basically customers will need to come in and have them looked over and see if they need to replace it and then be able to replace it. So they're kind of waiting for parts to be available. So wait for that letter uh, to come in the mail uh, for that. Uh, the next one is also on Explorers, but newer Explorers. So this is a safety recall. 23 s 55 for 2020 to 2022 explorers um, and we've actually talked about this as a supplement to this recall we've talked about this before about the rear axle bolt fractures uh, so this is an update to that so it looks like um, now the reason for this supplement is what they call it number one is they have added um, some vehicles to the population of this that are affected and they also updated the torque specification values for the techs um, for that. So currently uh, there's about 238,681 um, orders that are affected by this. And just in case you didn't know, let's kind of go over that again. And some of the affected vehicles, the rear axle bolt may fracture. A fractured rear axle bolt will allow the rear axle housing to move out of position, resulting in severe noise and vibration. If the rear axle bolt breaks, the drive shafts or half shafts may become disconnected resulting in loss of transmission torque to the rear wheels. Transmission torque uh, is necessary to hold uh, the vehicle in park and is also needed for the vehicle to move forward or backward. So anyway, there you go. Um, and letters are should have been mailed out the week of January 8th uh, for that recall. So, okay, this next one is on F-150s. Um, it says customer satisfaction program 23 b 84 for 22 to 23 F-150s. Uh, and it says, um, so this here is for uh, about 13,089 F-150s affected by this. And it says in some of the affected vehicles, there may be a ceiling concern where the windshield urethane uh, bead path is off location. A urethane bead uh, path that is off location may create a gap allowing water intrusion into the cabin. So uh, letters are going to go out the week of February 12th to owners that would be affected by this. So have this come to be uh, repaired. So there you go. All right. Next one is several vehicles. So this is customer satisfaction program 23B. 62 and this is a supplement an update to this to the uh, to this recall um and this is for 23 model year f-150s expeditions and navigators with the 3.5 liter engine um and um so this in here the the reason for this update to this recall is they updated the affected vehicles built at dearborn truck that had been updated to include both ecoboost and hybrid models um for the f-150 
and then also uh, claim preparation submission. So they actually updated that uh, information, what needs to be done, and as well as the injector O-ring and seal kit claiming quantity updated. So they updated some information for the techs as well. Uh, um, affected vehicles is 1,610, so not too many vehicles. Uh, but in some of the affected vehicles, an, an error in the, in the manufacturing process led to a misalignment in the engine block fixture that may have resulted in a crank and a crack, sorry, uh, in the engine block casting near the number one cylinder. Customers may re experience a progressive series of symptoms due to this engine block casting crack, uh, including a coolant leak beneath the vehicle and a coolant odor, uh, eventually, eventually leading to a malfunction indicator lamp for an engine overheat condition and an engine power derate. Um, so it does say letters should have went out the week of December 12th to people affected by that recall. So, and again, that's just an update. Uh, so, and here's another update supplement number one for safety recall 23 S 27 for 21 to 23 model year Corsairs 2020 to 2023 escape and 22 to 23 Mavericks with the hybrid or plug-in hybrid engines. This is the under fire, under hood fire. So this is the one people have been waiting for. So this is a supplement because now we have the service action available. The date for the complete dealer bulletin has been updated to reflect when the software and parts are anticipated to be available to support this safety recall. So a lot of people have been waiting for this update. So 124,000 760 vehicles are affected by this recall. And just to kind of update people and remind people, the reason for this recall is isolated engine ma manufacturing issues can cause the engine to fail prematurely. In the event of an engine failure, engine oil and or fuel vapor may be released into the into the under hood environment and may uh, migrate to and or accumulate near ignition sources, causing the risk of fire and injury. Engine failure is expected to produce loud noises, example, metal-to-metal -metal clank, audible to the vehicle's occupants. An engine failure will also result in a reduction in available engine power. And it says, in owner letters mailed to customers, Ford will advise customers to safely park and shut off the engine as, as promptly as possible upon hearing unexpected engine noises, after experiencing a reduction in available engine power or if smoke is observed emitting from the engine compartment. So it does say in here, uh, new is a service information. It says do not demonstrate or deliver any in-stock vehicles involved in the safety recall, uh, which these recalls basically, the, the dates ended um, the January 13th of 23 for the Maverick and January 24th, of 23 for the Corsair and February 1st of 23 for the Escape. So it's actually most vehicles that are built and showing up at dealers should, shouldn't be affected by this recall. But um, it says a complete service, a dealer bulletin will be provided to dealers on the in the second quarter of 2024 when it's anticipated that parts and software will be available to support the safety recall. Again, second quarter. So we're talking what that'd be April. So give your dealerships time. Don't bug them right now because they don't have they won't have information until second quarter, which we're talking probably April. And 
seeing as they said second quarter, I would maybe even say May at this point. So um, it does say uh, uh, owners of record will be notified via first class mail after the remedy and repair instructions have been provided to dealers. So those letters that doesn't have dates, um, they are going to be going out. So we're getting uh, we're getting closer, folks, uh, to people with this recall because this is a, a one that a lot of people have been asking me about. Um, so at least now we have a resolution it looks like to me a service action um, but we still it looks like it'll be second quarter before we have parts and software available for this recall to be fixed so there you go and back to the show how'd you like that that was nice back to you sarah <laughs> i feel like i'm a newscaster <laughs> back to you you're funny. All right. All right. I had to go get my heater. I'm cold. Any questions about that? I when you plugged it in, I'm like, uh, hopefully you don't trigger. Can the anyone hear it? <laughs> trigger the breaker. It's like I could just see you plugging it in, and then all of a sudden we just lose power on everything, and there goes the stream. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> but we've streamed with it before. We have, but we started with it on. <laughs> so I was just like a little nervous for a second. Anyways, um, no specific questions on that. I do have other questions. Oh, so my 24 Maverick shouldn't be affected by the Underhood fire recall, right? Right. Okay. Correct, because they didn't. They weren't. They didn't start making those until what fall of 23. So. Right. So usually, what happens on a recall is once they initiate the recall, then they have actually figured out the the, the what caused it. And then they change that at the factory at that point. So then anything built after that date of that isn't affected because they figured out what what was messed up. But to fix it, that's a totally different story on the ones that have already been made. That's a that's a different issue. So anyway, there you go. They say I need a blanket. Well, it's distracting. Have a blanket. I think it's warm. You need your vest. You need to borrow my vest. No. It's out in the car. It's a heated vest. <laughs> I have a battery. I don't. It, did you borrow my battery pack? No, I did not. I have my own. I have five battery packs. I have five. So that way, if we're on oh, a trip, oh, like to Colorado or something, then I have one for each day I'm gone. <laughs> I charge mine overnight. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's just in case. All right. Can I be prepared? Um, yeah, no, I'm tired of the vest being up because when I sit down, it pushes up and yeah. pushes my hair up and I, I can't handle it right now. I've had enough of that the past two weeks. I'm ready for warmer weather. I've been yes. feel like I've been living in vests and coats. Yeah. What locations have we seen the keypad placed on the 24 Maverick? Do what? What? I was reading another comment. What did you say? Uh, what locations have you seen the keypad placed on a 24 Maverick? Um, of course, the 24 Mavericks is when it's dealer installed. But right yes. now, we've been we've been instructed to put it on the door above the handle. Yeah, but so we put it there unless customers ask. It us through, right, but if you purchase it through aftermarket on some Broncos, we've seen them putting it in the gas cap area. Um, See, I'm in. in for me, it's like, where is it convenient for me? As I walk up to the vehicle, I get to the door. I'm like, oh, yeah. Right? I want 
me, yeah. I like that it's on the door on the pillar, yeah. right? And there are some people that ask that because I did the, the video yesterday. If you didn't check, didn't see it, you got to check it out. Um, I have key, I have a 23. And like, they were like, well, wait a minute. I didn't think that they were hardwiring them in. I'm like, 24, they're not, but 22 and 23 keypad was on the pillar and it was standard in XLT and Lariat. So mine's a 23, not a 24. I think they thought it was a 24. Yeah. And it's Avalanche as well. So that's a key that it was a 23, but it's hard to tell yeah. the color between Cactus Gray. But. Um, the Ford keypad, is that 150? What? I want to oh, say that. Yeah. Oh, it's like 200 and some. The dealer installed option? No. The aftermarket oh, on, on Ford's the, website. Um, I don't know. I want to say it's 150, but that's and without I think labor. That's Yeah, that's without labor, but really you, don't, you can do it yourself. Right. It doesn't. I mean, I wouldn't say that because my miles would probably be like, shut up, Tim. Um, but Thank you can you actually agree. it's double sided. You stick it on and then you can program it yourself if you want. Um, but <laughs> sorry, guys. <nice. laughs> I've gotten into doing stuff. I'm like, OK, Bronco so he was actually myself. looking this up. He's like keypad key. I'm like, try keyless entry. And he it's put that in. Entry keypad. And he's like, oh, but it didn't even show up when he just had key in there. You have to have oh. key lists. Well, so, some search, some pages, you have to, it has to be yeah. what it starts with, whereas some it's just contains it, right? Yeah. So right now they are 120, but one of them is not available. It's on back order. And two, you have to know if you have remote start or not. Um, if you have remote start, it's one part number. And if you don't, it's another part number. Still don't understand that, but whatever. It has something to do with the wire transmitter or whatever but i'm using the keypad i'm not remote i mean i don't know anyway can you lock fine. your keys inside yes on maverick yeah i mean not okay so if you have a keypad you can yes. if you want to so you shut it use the keypad to lock the door yes that's to me that's the reason why i like the keypad is that i can leave my key inside and lock it up if i want if i don't want to take the key in with me or put it in my pocket right yeah um yeah the other is if let's say you need to run out to get something you go, oh i didn't grab the key oh, i got the keypad then you can get into it using the keypad um yes to be honest i don't use mine much but yeah agriculture says give Naz a cookie platter maybe install cost is free now <laughs> now says he's here for whatever option you go with whether you install it or not yeah ragnarcon said different frequencies so I mean, when I, I like that when I walk away from my C-Max, if I try and lock it and I get out, my keys are in it, it unlocks itself and it honks at me. Now, if you don't have the keypad, then I wouldn't <laughs> lock your keys inside. Now, if you, if you get out though, okay, so if you have your key inside and you lock the door and shut it, it will, it will, I don't think it'll, it'll let unlock. you. Yeah, it'll unlock. It I won't actually, let you I've tested it. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Unintentionally. So, yeah. And tested if, that. Yeah. And if you have it, and I think also, what's the one where you honk? It honks at you if you get out with the key in your pocket and it's running. Yes. Then it'll. It honks you shut at it, you. It'll honk at you. If you get out and you have the key and it's running, it'll honk at you. If you leave the key in it and it's not running, it'll honk at you and unlock. If you shut, don't shut the door completely. It's just cracked, and you try to lock it. It'll also honk at you and let yes. you. It's called mislock. Yeah. Um, that's also um, on there too. So, anyway, yes. all right, moving on. All right. 
right. Yeah, if you have Ford Pass, that lets you lock your keys in. That's a whole different story yeah. there. <laughs> and you can use Ford Pass to unlock it. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. That saved me so many times because there would be times where I would lo – we locked our keys into the F-150. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know the keypad code. And I did it. And I was, we're like sitting there, it's a hundred degrees out. We have two, we have an infant and a toddler with us. And we're like standing there in the middle of this parking lot. And we're like, it's hot. What are we going to do? I'm like, oh wait, Ford pass. <laughs> I got this. There you go. Saved my butt a few times. Ford pass to the rescue. <laughs> Which did butt. you guys know that you can use your Ford pass points to pay for connected services like navigation now? Yeah. I'm waiting for it to be able to use it on the Lucruz, but. All right. Are we ready for our, is it true or? I am. Okay. Let's go into that and our other questions we'll save for Q&A. All right. Well, I got it on my mind after that too. But. All right. Let's do it. Am I blurry still? Anyway. All right. For is it true? So is it true that you can use the Maverick transition private offer that you had from your order, the 23 to 24 transition offer? Can you use that on an in-stock vehicle? Do you know? Wait, was what? Can you use the 23 model year to 24 model year transition private offer? So if you had a 23 model year order yeah. and went unscheduled, uh -huh. you placed a 24. Can you use that private offer on an in, a dealer's in-stock vehicle? Yes. As long as it's a retail purchase, yes, you can. So, like, we've had Mavericks come in and customers haven't taken them. They, go, they show up on our lot. As long as that vehicle was ordered as a retail order and not a stock order, then, yes, that offer can be used. Because according to the, rule, according to the rules of that private offer, it says – it has to be used on a retail <laughs> order. It doesn't say your retail order, which I, for a long time, I actually have told people. In fact, we have someone that's in the chat right now that I told her, I'm like, no, it can't be. It can only be used on your ordered vehicle. And I realized, and then I, we actually tried pulling the incentives for somebody else. Yeah. And it can. Cause they were like, well, this guy says that we can, he's very adamant that we can. I'm like, well, I mean, we tell other dealers, Try it. Yeah. See if it, it works. See if it works. You know, one of so. two things will happen. Either you prove us wrong or we prove you wrong. We'll try it. And this was a situation where the vehicle came, their vehicle came in. Yes. And not a great situation. Vehicle came in and um, we couldn't get a contact with them for about a week. It was 10 days almost. And so we were like, well, um, they're not responding to emails or phone calls or anything. I, I guess they don't want it. We got to put it, we got to sell it, you know, within like 20 by the 20th of the month. So we ended up selling the vehicle and then they called us about 20 days later um, and said, where's my Maverick? And we're like, Oh, we sold it. So we were able to, and that's when we figured out we could use his private offer on one of our other vehicles to yeah. help the customer out and uh, buy one of those. So, um, so yes, it can be done. So if you're out there, and maybe you have that private offer and you didn't use it. Maybe there's some people out there that I've heard that have turned down their Maverick because their their dealership didn't let them use their private offer or they ended up marking the vehicle up on them. And yeah. so they said, no, I'm not doing it. You still have that private offer available. It's still there. That is your private offer. It does not have to be used at that dealer. So it can be. 
And bringing that up, <laughs> if you're interested in getting the Maverick right now. We have some. We have about 20 Mavericks that are at MSRP, hybrids included. So check out our website if you're interested. We got some XLT hybrids, but mostly Lariat hybrids. I don't know why, but all the Lariat customers Take didn't the want Mavericks. theirs. <laughs> um, so Take yes, them. we are. So we have uh, basically our pricing policy works this way. If it is three weeks or older, if it's been here over 20 days, it is MSRP, no matter if it's hybrid or EcoBoost. Uh, if it's uh, EcoBoost less than two weeks, it's still MSRP. And then on our hybrids that just came in, um, first couple weeks, then they are $500 over. So even yep. if a, a newer one that just came available would be $500 over. So, um, so, and I might be able to work something out of people that have watched the, the live stream and you say, Hey, Tim, uh, I watched the live stream. I might even be able to do MSRP on those vehicles as well. So, and then we actually do have two that are under MSRP right now. Yes. Uh, one of them, we, both of them we've had for over 30 days and that need to go. And so one's a thousand dollars below MSRP on an XLT EcoBoost, and the other XLT EcoBoost is fifteen hundred dollars below MSRP. So we are actually losing money on that one, mm -hmm. but we'll lose a lot more if it's not gone in the next couple weeks. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, and if you have a private offer from another one, you have you can use it on those orders because <laughs> they're all retails. So there you go. Yeah, that's the is it true for this week. Um, that was a pretty good one. Niles Jans is actually on its way here. Yeah, hers is in Kansas City, uh, but we, you know, we could if we wanted to. Yeah, if if you want to, if you don't want to wait for it, we could do it on one of the ones in there. So yeah. I think the one that she has coming in is like an XLT Lux. So I think she was looking at one of our Lariats. So she could yeah. do that if she wanted to. So she's Definitely. also talking about getting a hood protector. Like a oh yeah, what I want to know, and maybe Ragnarcon can help me out with this because I've been curious on this. Because I know that Broncos are notorious of getting window chip or chips in the windows and the windshields. So, do the little bug the the body molding the body armor, the little ones with a little bump mm -hmm. on it, do they actually help any? That's what I want to know because I'm tempted to get one if they actually yeah. help. If they don't really help and it's just for look, then I'm out. But. Now I'll get you with I'll get with you tomorrow. Anyway, all right. So for well, we can get to the on my mind uh, if we want to do that. Yes. Real quick. All right. For this week, uh, this is actually news. Really, I probably should have put it on the news. So I don't want people to miss this, but I could even break this out in a separate video if we need to. But I have information on the Pro Access tailgate for the F one fifty for the twenty twenty four F one fifty. So a lot of people have wanted the Pro Access tailgate. Uh, and they're assuming they're getting it because Ford, you know, made a big deal about it at the auto shows and they revealed it and everything else. Here's this cool tailgate, pro access tailgate that swings open. If you did see the thumbnail, you can see what it looks like there. So it does come down like a traditional tailgate, but also swings open for if you're pulling something behind a hitch. And I'm going to get into that in a second too. Might rant about it a little bit in a second. Um, but, um, that pro access tailgate is not available yet. Um, so I did find out, got some information from the brand manager that that is a job two um, option. So job two availability. So your truck will, it's part of the bed utility package, uh, right? So your truck will need to have that. And I think you have to have a King Ranch or Platinum or a Trimmer 402A to get the Pro Access tailgate as part of the bed utility package. Uh, maybe Lariat, I'd have to look that up but I think it's only the upper trim levels. 
Um, but that's going to be a job two part. So I asked, I said, well, what if job two order bank order guide opens up um, and there's a scheduled to be built after the order guide is available? Will theirs get it? He said, no, because there'll be job two ordering. So the job two order bank needs to come out. And once it comes out, then it has to be scheduled after that for production date mm -hmm. for it to be in the vehicle. So if you have one scheduled, you're not getting the Proxys tailgate. Hopefully you guys are aware of that. Um, trimmer is also a job two. So when the Proxys tailgate's available is when trimmer is going to also be available. So it's part of a job two. Uh, I did ask for timeline. Um, and I don't know if he realizes I do the videos and do these live streams, but he, he said tentative timeline for job two order by order guide and order bank is, um, mid they're hoping for mid February. So I would say end of February <laughs> just to be safe. Um, so sometime in February is when job two order guide should come out and be available. And if you watch our live streams, I'll keep you updated because we'll talk about any order guide changes. Um, so we'll be looking for, we'll, we'll keep you updated and keep your eye on that and see if it does come out. And hopefully we find some information at NADA as well to give us a little more accurate information on that too. So that's when Tremor will be available as well. So, so my other my, part of that is I, I think Ford is dropping the ball on this because in my opinion, the biggest benefit of the pro access tailgate is the fact that you can get in access your tailgate into your, into your, uh, truck bed when you have a hitch connected to your trailer. Right, like Bronco, you can't open the tail. You can't open it, right? Yeah. With that, with a hitch. But um, you know, so all these F one fifties. Well, most people that are pulling, there's a lot of people with XL and XLTs that are pulling trailers that needs to be available. And I know it will be. I know they did the same thing with the tailgate step on the F one fifty and the previous F one fifty tailgate step, uh, which I think is a, a good tailgate step. Um, that they made that available first on the higher trim levels and then eventually made it available on the XL. Um, but I think Ford, that's, I think where Ford sometimes drops the ball, I think, and they, they could do a better job of is, is making that available to all trim levels. Um, so there you go. And speaking of that, I do have a quick, I have a fun little video, um, that I want to show people that I think is kind of fun. Anyway, we had a Chevy in here with their tailgate step. I don't know who likes a tailgate step, and maybe I shouldn't do this video until I do it, but I think it is the worst tailgate step out there, and I know they did get the tailgate wars and everything, and Chevy thinks they have the best tailgate step, but and I probably should have showed you the tailgate step for the F-150 and how easy it is. Um, it's real easy because you just pop it in the end and then pops out and down, and then the handle is at the end of the tailgate. Anyway, here you go. Let's, I'll just show you guys the video real quick, and it is I did mute it so you guys can see that. So the, here is Chevy's or GMC's tailgate step. So it goes down like a regular tailgate, and then there's a button. First of all, you got to find the button, which is not easy. Which it's not that difficult, I, I guess. Find the Chevy bolt. But there you go. Latch. And then it just it kind of like it's very like, I guess it's it's light. So I guess that's a good thing for them. But look at that support arm. It's way up there. It's like, and the, <laughs> I'm kind of playing around a little bit, but really. It is not easy. I mean, you gotta you gotta put your foot up there before you before you try to reach for it, right? And then you gotta reach over the bed to, to shut it. And then to shut this, that is not fun to shut either, because that little step thing, you gotta like keep it down and then lift it. And then at this point, <laughs> I, at this point, I'm just like feeling like awkward. I'm like, okay, do I just keep pulling the middle one up till it connects? So anyway, 
not a fan of that one. I don't know if you guys like it. Sorry. This again, it's just opinion, just my opinion. All right. That was anyway. his rant. Is this the rant? Yeah, okay. Well, no, kinda. The rant's more on the Paroxys tailgating. They should have made that a really they in my opinion, Ford, if you're gonna promote something and make it a big deal and you're gonna promote it before you launch the vehicle, it should be available at launch. Mm-hmm. like Prex's tailgate not being available at the launch. And like, there are people out there that are going to get their vehicles and expect that Prox tailgate on their F-150s and they're not going to have it. And that's a disappointment. I think they finally took it off the building price. And by the way, when you're on building price, um, I don't know if you've seen any disclaimers on that, but they're saying that they're not responsible for any errors on that site. <laughs> Ragnarcon can attest to all errors on the Bronco, but um they say that in there and for a long time they actually said late availability at least on the Paroxys tailgate but anyway so i still think that needs to be available at launch a lot of people are asking where's the trimmer where's the trimmer where's the trimmer um you know communicate with us communicate with customers and or at least with dealers and say hey this is what we're thinking and this and that and a lot of times they don't want to put that out there because if they they say something they got that they feel like they promised that and it's got to happen right but beat yeah i think what a lot of people like is that sometimes i will give them news and it's not always good news but like well at least you told me like on the maverick you know we told people we're like hey just let you know it's going to take longer to get scheduled for this and this and this and they're like well i appreciate you telling me so they like the the transparency of letting us know ford you can probably learn from that and Mm -hmm. and and let your customers know hey a little bit more Hey, this is not, and they didn't like when they talked about the Paroxys tailgate, they didn't tell anybody at the auto shows or anything else that that was a late availability. I noticed it on the order guide. Actually, it wasn't on the order guide, I don't think, because it wasn't available at launch. I'm like, where's the Paroxys tailgate? Where's Tremor? It wasn't there. And they didn't say anything to anybody. It's like, can you, come on, come on. Okay. I have another rant. So this has to do with Bronco. The GMC tailgate also hits the trailer's hitch and will leave a dent. Yes. Yes, that is true. So if you look and when it's down, if you have a hitch in there, which by the way, most people that tow a lot with their, with their trailers, your grandpa included. Yes. He leaves his hitch in. They leave their hitch in all the time. I mean, we barely towed. I think we towed once, maybe twice with our F-150 and we left the hitch in. You lift the, you leave the, the, your receiver in there and the ball in there, you leave it on your truck. And if you're of a Chevy, you're going to dent that. And then we've seen some trade-ins with dented tailgates before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to go. Anyway. All right. Um, I do have a rant. Do we want to do it before questions? You decide. Before right. or after hours. All right. Let me do this one because in case people leave, I want them to get the facts about this. So Bronco, here's another thing. Dealer installed options. For one, I think Ford, you're getting your you're putting too many dealer installed options because here's what happens. I've got it right. I talked to Tony today, who does our setups. For one, it's taken him a lot longer to get through these. Yes. Normally, a, a vehicle comes in and he can get through and set up a whole truckload of vehicles in a day easily, right? Not anymore. Uh, Broncos are coming with so many dealer installed options. That tailgate, the tailgate table, I think, is a dealer installed option. Mm-hmm. The hitch now is a dealer installed option. All those body armor uh, app things are dealer installed options. Uh, all, a lot more dealer installed options on the Bronco. Uh, I think he spent like a day with one Bronco 
installing all the stuff. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, typically on most of the deal installed options, he gets the, what he gets paid to install it is about a fourth of what it actually takes for time. So they get paid by time. So what Ford basically says is here, we're going to pay you an hour and a half for this install. And then it doesn't matter how long it takes you. That's what you're going to get paid for it. So if it takes you three hours to install it, they're going to pay you that hour and a half for that. Um, and that's the way it happens. And yeah. so a lot of times if that's, you know, like for him, he said a lot of them, it takes longer than that. Um, he knows, you know, like the, we were looking at the, the tow package. So for right now, we have about five Broncos that have arrived with the deal installed tow package. Zero of them, the hitch is here yet. So what usually happens on a deal installed option is they leave the factory, the parts go out to the dealer, the parts are almost always at the dealership before the vehicle gets here. All these Broncos, the hitches still are not here yet, and they have not been shipped out yet either. So we have Broncos that we, you know, the ones that became available, they're on our lot without the hitches. And um, they're accustomed. When purchase it, we're going to have to be like, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, uh, it's not here. You want to install it yourself? Um, and which is another thing. Don't let dealerships charge you for the deal installed options. That's already included. They're not supposed to do that. There should be included in the cost of that. Um, I can see why dealers want to try to because otherwise their service department because their service departments are the one, it's not the sales department that suffers. No. They're not hurting anything. It's the service departments back there that are spending three hours on a job. They get paid an hour and a half to do. Um, right. But, um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, now like these, like if you have a Bronco that comes in, be aware of this. If you have a Bronco that's coming in <laughs> and yours has the deal installed tow package, you may not, we may not be able to deliver it to you right away unless you want it without that hitch. And then we mail it to you or something. Um, be aware. I don't know. Um, I actually reached out to the brand manager and uh, what would the kids call it? Ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> he is yet to comment. He is yet to email me back like the F-150 brand manager. Thank you very much. And the Maverick brand manager. And by the way, um, we may have a special guest here in the near future on the live stream. One of the brand managers may be on a live stream. Pretty excited about that. I won't tell you which one, um, but I'm pretty excited about that. We Hopefully, we can get that all worked out. Um, they're actually willing to come here. Yeah. Which is awesome. It'd be fun. I mean, how do we figure it out? I know. That's something I figured out. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We could figure it out if we need to. Anyway. Anyway. Well, so if we make go. that a uh, regular, go. maybe try and get a couple of other brand managers. Maybe someone else. Bring your merch with you. That's all I'm saying. So, anyway, all right, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about that because you know it's it's great because it's uh what they're wanting to do is ask the brand managers what they kind of want to call yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm willing to do this. Cause we're about the only podcast that does this mm -hmm. right dealer podcasts. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to do this with all brand managers throwing that out there. Yep. So that also shows you that Ford is watching these. And we are going to try and trick you into saying things that you aren't nope. supposed to say. I know how that works. Uh, in fact, uh, he was talking that he wouldn't be able to talk about. Okay. I can't, I don't want to, we can't talk about certain things, <laughs> certain, so... certain like 25 model year changes or anything. Yeah. They won't be able to talk about any of that kind of stuff. Um, but, but we're going to respect it. Yeah. But I have questions. Yeah. I want to know, you know, some things about the particular model that they yeah. represent. So we'll see. Um, 
I think we we're working out the logistics on it yet. Uh, but it'll be it'll be good. So yeah, we're gonna need a bigger table. Well, you know, I mean, we can. I can sit back here. We can move this monitor, and I can put the camera back a little bit further, and uh, we could put two here. We yeah. have to get a different setup. We only have a two mic um, setup, whatever that's called, switcher thingy. We might need to get Ashley's from upstairs. Anyway, we'll see. We might just uh, have a remote in, uh, so we'll see. Yep. All right, questions. All right, we're going to start off with Nick P. <coughs> he has some pretty pressing questions here. I ordered my F-350 in 1027 of 22. It was 108. I put a $1,000 down payment. My vehicle just hit the dealer lot yesterday. It's now a 23 model year. 24. 24 model. Is it 24? Yeah. Oh, wait. So he ordered a 23 model year. Um, if his just oh. arrived at the 24 model year. Okay. Right? Um, now my dealer wants me to pay new MSRP of mm -hmm. 1198. Yep. Um, that is correct. Yes. So then he asked, you know, I ordered, but I'm not receiving a 24. Oh, he's receiving a 23. Um, he shouldn't be getting a 23. No, oh, he ordered a 23 in, in yes. 22 and he's receiving a 24. Yes. So price protection is handled within the model year. So if you ordered in 20 in for a 23 model year and it came in in the 23 model year, then they would price protect you to what it was when you ordered. But when you carry it carried over into the next model year, um, then it is not called price protection. If you're lucky, um, Ford will give you a transition private offer like they're giving the Maverick customers. But, they but don't think do on that. the Super Duty they did that because, in their opinion, all dealers shouldn't have taken any more orders than what they could they could guarantee they could get. And because of that, they were trying to put it on the dealership and as their responsibility because they probably took too many orders to what they could get allocations for. Which isn't wholly fair because it's if, not fair to the customer. But well, also <laughs> some dealerships probably took a wide array of you know, or vehicle orders mm -hmm. and some of the items were constrained. So some of those <laughs> orders couldn't be fulfilled. Ranches, yep. None all those. Um, so yes, but they, the dealership's not, not trying to pull one over on you. That is actually legit. Um, so yeah. that is, they Ford did not provide a private offer for going from 23 to 24. I don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's... I don't think, let me, let me look. Let's, let's look this up. Let me look because I keep okay. all dealer memos. So let me see if there is one uh, while you go on. Um, but I, I, I think I'm correct in saying that they did not do a private offer from 23 to 24 for the Super Duty. I think the only ones that they did on for 24 model year is Maverick and Heritage Edition then canceled orders for Bronco. Oh, you're looking that up. I was just up in Minnesota. There's basically no truck inventory up here. Uh, you should move some of yours up here. We don't need to move ours up here. People from Minnesota can look at our website yeah. and we can ship it to them. We'll ship it to them. So uh, tell your friends looking for Super Duties. Check ours. We do have some and um, not a lot, like eight outside of all those. We have some, actually some company that ordered a bunch that is decided not to take them of some f600s cabin chassis f600 yeah um those will be on our website probably tomorrow but all right so super duty 
How do I have a Bronco Sport dealer allocation estimates? Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> nope. Uh, no no uh, private offer information on that one. So I don't think they did a private offer. I think they did like 5,000 from 22 to 23, but they did not do anything from 23 going to 24. So pretty sure about that. Yeah. Next. 22 to 23 was. Yeah. They did like 5,000. It's unfortunate. Yep. Um, Ragnarcon says, if you have to tear apart the vehicle to install the DIO, i.e. Bronco tow, tow package, then it shouldn't be a DIO. And I think we did figure out, he did look it up, and I think the, the wiring is there, so it's just mounting the hitch. Because I think he said for this year, it's like 1.4 hours of labor that they get paid for. So it's just, just bolting on the hitch, and then the wiring harness goes in there, and I think the wire is up tucked underneath, and then they just plug it in. So really, truly... That probably does only take an hour. Oh, and a software update. So that's the other thing. There's a software mm -hmm. update that is needed on those because it has the brake um, and the because uh, it has the Trailer seven pin control. wiring, seven pin wirings. So I think it has to have a software update. Um, so software update is what he says probably takes the most of that time because mm. the, the, the software updates will take well, and while it's time to process. There, taking time to process, he can't work on another one. Well, he only has one bay, so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Some of our other Unless he pulls be... it out sometimes like they do in the, yeah. in the row and then bring but it another. But he can't move it. I don't think he can move it while it's doing well, that. Well, you move it and then do the well, software yeah. update. I know some of our guys will do software updates or diagnostics and then beside it pull in another one. But There you go. Yep. All right. Uh, did the cargo camera get removed on the 24 F-150 Lariat? The cargo camera. You're talking about the one on the back of the cab? I think so. For the... In the bed. In the bed. The bed camera. Get removed. Not, I don't think so. Okay. And remember, images online may not represent the actual vehicle when it comes to building price. So if you're looking online at the building price and you don't see it on there, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I do know the 360 camera is standard equipment on Lariat Trim. I think it's even standard on XLT uh, now. Um, that should come with the camera on the back of the center. They call it the center high-mounted stoplight camera. If that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. But that one should still be there. I believe, I mean, it doesn't, that, it, it's it nice says 360 degree camera package. So it doesn't say that it gets that one until we get one in. I won't be able to tell you, but we'll get one in. We'll let you know. But that we'll one's a nice know. camera to have, especially when you have garbage or, you know, how you, you have things in the bed well, and you want to check on it. Well, the other thing is backing up a fifth wheel into there. Oh, yeah. You can back a fifth wheel right into that. So, Lots of uses. Yep. That was the main purpose of it. It wasn't to watch your garbage while you're driving down the road. <laughs> Although I've done that. I'm going to the, the junkyard. <laughs> All right. What boxes? What open boxes of stuff? No. <laughs> right. Oh, you know what? They're probably thinking because... In 23, uh, at one point, they had removed the that camera, yeah. right? And they gave people credit. And so they're probably seeing if that's still a delay or an oh. issue for 24. So I don't think it is. Um, they always start every year with a refresh. The, the refresh that the, the implication the is it's going to be there and everything. And I think actually halfway towards the end of the 23 model year, they, they removed the removal. <laughs> so they put it back on a lot of them, but mm -hmm. we still have a couple in stock that have the 
that that camera removed. So, so Brian Foster wants to know: Is a new 22 E Transit high roof long discounted 15k a good deal? Anyone with E Transit ownership experience? Mm, sounds like a good deal. I mean, wow. Of course, you get what 70. I think is there still 7500 dollars tax credit? I assume is part of that. Uh, but yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Don't take it through car washes. It's a 22 though, so they need to move it. <clears throat> Been told that the dorsal fins on Bronco fenders tell off rotors where the tires are. True or not? Okay, the dorsal fins on Broncos fenders. Fenders. Is that the black markers? No, those are on the. Okay, those technically those are on the fenders. Tell off rotors where the tires are. Yes, that is supposed to be the inside of where the tire is. Right. I thought it was the middle of the tire. Bronco off rodeo. I knew it was like where the tire was, but I thought it was the middle. And actually, so did I. actually, I think Melissa said it is actually the inside of where the tire. That's should be. good to know. So you know that it. That's where my inside. That's the inside of my tire. I need to adjust a little bit outward, yes. and that's where my line needs to. It go. is. A, it is a trail. <laughs> is a trail guide for that reason. Is but yeah, that is where yeah. your tire inside your tire should be. I driving, think. you're like, man, isn't that trail cam nice to I use? Know. And I'm like, I'm not using the trail cam. <laughs> I'm using my my markers. I like using my. There are times. So did you see when I came down the? Yeah. Um, whatever it's called. Um, when I came down that trail the first time, it took me like four minutes to come down. Second time it was two minutes. You know why it was two was shorter the second time? Trail cam. I used that trail cam. <laughs> and trail I kind of right. And That's and what, what I is. did before was I waited for Melissa to get down further to guide me because I'm like I don't know if I should keep moving. But um, the next time I knew that yeah I can keep moving. So yeah, uh, that was another reason. But they're yeah. called trail sites. Yes. Now, if you're talking about the ones on the side, also used as. You can put wires to go up to the roof to oh, put yes. the tree limbs. So actually, I was talking to someone and about the Broncos. I think it was one of our lot crew guys. He was actually sitting back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. But he was back there, and he's like, so what are those black bars up there? I'm like, oh, that's the trail site. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you... And at that time, I didn't know it was the inside of the tire, but I'm like, that's the middle of your tire, so you know where your lines are, so that way you know how to navigate bigger rocks. But also, you can tie rope on there, and then if you're going through some lower brush or trees, it's going to push it away from your windshield. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. That's so awesome. So, so. Vol said, I just learned that you cannot add a tow package to the Bronco Raptor. That's because yes. it already has the tow package. Yes. It's standard. It's standard on the Raptors. That's the only ones that they actually put on at the factory. Uh -huh. How many Ranger Raptors were all allocated for order? How many Ranger Raptors? How many were allocations all? were given out? Oh, for total Ranger for Raptor? the nation? Well, I don't know. I, I've been told on the first go around that every dealer is supposed to get one. So it's like, I think, 3,200 dealers. And so, we don't know the next after, number. Yeah, they said they were going to do more. But at this point, since it's so late, that might change. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yep. I see 2024 F-150 blend dates of 110-24. I think they will land on lots in mid-February. Okay, well, I think a blend date means that's when it was built and put together. That doesn't mean it could still sit there. Yes. So we'll see. 
Well, we had, none of them shipped out yet. So if they ship out, let's say tomorrow, it's going to be March for most dealers. Unless yeah. you're Michigan. If you're in Michigan or you're, if it's a one built in KC, yeah. we could maybe get one in, in a week or in a couple weeks. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. Really depends on your location. Um, for instance, the dealers in Arizona got the Mavericks first. So. It's all about location. Yep. I'm wondering if my XLT trimmer has lane centering with Copilot 360. And I didn't see if you answered with what model. Okay. It's an XLT uh -huh. trimmer. Yep. I'm assuming he's talking Maverick because Gene, I yeah, Maverick. Yes. So here's the deal on that is you don't get lane centering on XLT. <clears throat> That's right. Right. So the Copilot 360 Assist Plus package is only available on the Lariat trim. So you would not have it. Um, and then besides that, the um, on the trimmer, it does not require you to get the luxury package on the trimmer, but does require to get the Copilot 360, which is just your lane keeping system and your Bliss. So, But your XLT would not have the lane centering or adaptive groups. Yeah. Not available. <clears throat> That's another thing. Why is that not available? <laughs> So Moondoggy says, my Ford Fiesta ST was stolen. Car was running ice defrosting. I was in the house with my key. I don't like the fob anymore. So the newer Fords, some of the models will not let you move unless the key is in the vehicle. Um, yeah. Which one is it? I want to say my Transit <laughs> Connect would not allow it to be moved if my key was not in it. And that was a 2019. My 2017 C-Max okay. allows you to move it. So that's not true. If it's already running, if you if you go in, let's say you go in and you start it, because well, this has happened to us at church. The only reason I know that is that a lot of times your mom would have the key, and I yeah. would not. And I would be the one driving. She'd get out. It'd honk at us. Which model? Expedition. And okay. it still let me drive and park the vehicle after she got out. Okay. It would honk twice yeah. and she had the key. So if it's already running, <clears throat> then I think they can take it and drive it. They just can't start it back up again. So my 2019 Transit Connect, mm -hmm. it actually Kyle actually tried it once. I had it was during COVID. I had parked out front here to come in and grab my thumb drive so then I could take them home and edit. And I parked out front and I left my car running because it was cold or whatever and kyle tried to move it mm. kyle is my brother-in-law and he's a salesman here he tried to move it to try and mess with me and he okay. couldn't move it now i will say this though i was already in drive when she oh, got out that, that, that might, might be, be the a difference. difference that might be the difference or the expedition doesn't have it or they did away with that feature maybe Your, yours actually had a gear shifter yes i had a gear whereas shifter. my ours is the, the dial the dial Okay, now I want to go try this. <laughs> <laughs> Do it like Friday. I'm going to go find a car. <laughs> Sorry that yours got stolen, though. Uh, that really sucks. <clears throat> Fiesta ST, those were nice. Those are nice. Didn't like the transmission, but they were nice. Actually, it's a very similar transmission to Fiesta the... ST? Yeah. An ST version? Yeah, still not the best. I knew someone that had one that was... Maybe know. it was the way he drove, though. <laughs> Maybe he tore it up. <laughs> Other than styling, what is the difference between 2024 F-150 King Ranch versus Platinum High 702A, which is a 6K additional? 
Okay, so um, there's a lot of differences. There are some things that are standard on a Platinum High included that are not on a King Ranch or that are optional on a King Ranch 6-1A. So I'd have to go through all of them to show you for the differences, but for six grand total. Now, a 702, when you get where you get the, um, the, is that where you get the, the new limited? Is that 702 or is that 703A? That might be 703A. I want to say 702. 701 standard. Man, now I'm, now I want to, <laughs> now I got to look it up because I can't remember. F-150. All right. While you're doing that, can you use your private offer at a di different dealership on a different vehicle? It has as to be used. it's a retail order, yes. But can it be used on a different model? No. So it has to be. It can be used at a different dealership on a retail order on a Maverick. Yes. If it's a Maverick transition offer, it has to be used on the Maverick. Not sure if that's what you meant, but I wanted to make that sure that distinction was there. I think he's just saying can it be used in a different oh on a different vehicle. So yeah, that's probably what he meant. Wanted to make sure that distinction is there, just in case. <clears throat> so okay, so like this platinum F one fifty, right? Comes standard with of course the of course a different look, the bolt um right, all that stuff, but also comes standard with the bed utility package, the mobile office package, the tow haul package. Those are already standard on that. Um Oh, okay. It doesn't take actually. This is taking Lariat equipment, I think. Standard. Oh, this is Lariat plus this stuff. So I guess that could still be standard on that one as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They get the mobile office package, still package, and budget tool package too. So, all right. So mainly it's a look. But <clears throat> the 702 is just a high. It isn't. 703 is that limited, basically the new limited. 703. 702 okay. gets you. The CCD though, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it gets you the BNO Unleashed, um, and then heads up display and twin panel moonroof. So I don't know. I'd have to like compare them side by side to see. But um, usually, when it's just a look and difference, and and whether you want the King Ranch look or the Platinum, it's usually similar in price. Mm -hmm. um, now I will say that that one comes standard with three five EcoBoost. So does the King Ranch. So. A lot of people are upset that you can't get a 5.0 liter V8 engine on a Platinum and King Ranch. So, anyway, all right, next question. All right. I have a – so this goes on with the private offer. I have a private offer on a 24 Maverick. Can I use that private offer on a Bronco? I ordered at a different dealership. No. So, no. So, let me, let me read that private offer. Read the private offer. All right, so the way this reads is um, can be applied to any 24 model year retail order configuration. It does actually say Maverick. Consistent with the dealer and customer communication that went on due to retail orders that are currently built in the order bank. We recognize importance of that. Okay. All right, so it actually 
Customers who must have an unscheduled 23 retail order that were enrolled and approved in Maverick COVP program qualify all customers. Okay. Eligible customers must place a new 24 model year retail order and take delivery of their ordered vehicle. See, and that's where I got that information was their ordered vehicle to be eligible for model year transition private offers. Uh, vehicle sale in user it must match the customer name on the retail order or will be subject to a chargeback. Oh, so maybe you can't. I might be reaching out to the brand manager on this because I might have to correct myself. Um, because in here, according to this, it does say customer must have an unscheduled 23 model year order and be enrolled and approved. Okay. And then customer certificates are preloaded. Okay. Eligible customers must place a new 24 model year retail order and take delivery of their ordered vehicle to be eligible for the model year transition private offers. Hmm. See, so the way I, the way I implied, implied it. that it was is the way it reads vehicle sale and end user name must match the customer name on the retail order or will be subject to a chargeback. So maybe it looks like in Smart Vincent that it'll let you do it, but then Ford will probably charge you back at the end, down the road. So you may we may hold off on this and revisit this next week. Yes. After I make a little conversation to the brand manager. There we go. Yep. But it's not, it should, I mean, it actually in here, it does say retail order. It doesn't specifically say Maverick, but um, the assumption is it was for a Maverick. So... If you if you believe you're okay, it doesn't say in here in a note for those people that haven't received their order. It says if you believe your customer should have been included in the private offer and did not receive a certificate, please contact your sales and inventory specialist. We will need the required customer information, customer name, address, order number, CVP verification. That's your verification number, and we will confirm eligibility and add the customer to the list. So in some situations, it didn't get converted over. All right. So we're going to. So after the replay, we need to put something on there that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. There you go. Hopefully people watch the first part of this. <laughs> Came back and still watch the last part of this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> because. Yeah. Yeah. Jan Messersmith said that's the way I read it after you sent it to me. So, yeah. yeah, so it may, like I said, it may show up that you can use it and then dealers may use it and then find out later that it wasn't, they get charged back at the end of the end. Yeah. Like, usually what happens is 45 to 60 days later, once Ford processes through, they'll see if it matches up as long as it does, then the private offer is good and everything. Otherwise they'll charge the dealership that difference. Yeah. Ford doesn't offer the Ranger side step on Excel's either, which uh, doesn't make any sense. It's not even a fancy tailgate step. So why restrict it? Oh, that side step on the back. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So and they it, might in the future. It might just be the right. Year, so when you're looking between the different models, you see a lot of inconsistency about features being available for instance the maverick has the flex bed it can be used for a lot of things it has you know the adjustable tailgate it has a lot to it but then you move over over to f-150 it doesn't have it ranger doesn't have it until this year f-150 has it yeah they're talking about that step on the rear 
right. on the side. So it's not available in Excel, but it's available in Excel too. Oh. So what they're saying is, why is it restricting and not being available? And here's why. They want to differentiate Excel from XLT. That is yes. one of the main reasons why is that, hey, you want some of these other features, you got to go up to XLT. Because yes. they want most people, to be honest, they want most of the configurations, if you look at all their ordering, is geared towards like XLT and Lariat Trim. And so even on the Maverick, 47% of production is XLT. And so they want people from Excel. They don't want a lot of people choosing Excel. They want XLT. Um, one, probably because that's where they probably start making a profit instead of, you know, not making it on the XL. Um, but you know, th that's where they want to differentiate some of that. And they, and also you have to differentiate one trim from another. And that's where I, I think the, the Copilot 360 assist plus package on the Maverick, there's no reason why that can't be in the XLT trim differentiating XLT versus Lariat is in that leather or in the active X, right? And it's in B and O and it's in the Sirius XM. It's in those other features. Uh, sync three. Don't even start about sync three. It should be on all of them. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's the only vehicle in the whole Ford lineup that doesn't have sync three on an X on XLT, which is just stupid. But, yeah. um, but <clears throat> differentiating that with navigation and some of those other things is what is reason to go to Lariat trim. And you shouldn't make that. I mean, there are people, well, we had a customer today, very upset, and it's not really our fault, but they ordered in 23, they ordered a Lariat without Lux, without Copilot, and without Copilot 360 or, or the or the Assist one. They didn't order any of those three. Well, now in 24, that's all standard. So their price went up four, five grand, and they got a $1,000 private offer. They didn't get five grand private offer, and it's, be, and it's because – basically Ford saying, well, if they had ordered in 23, uh, that loaded up one and they ordered the same thing in 24, it's a thousand dollar difference. But this customer was stuck. It's either go down to XLT or which they don't want because they want the fully, leather fully loaded up with the active X. So anyway, so, um, yes, uh, we have ranted about model teams not working to each with each other. Although I think I ranted about it just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. When we did that, I am about communication. I like good communication. Well, you have a lot of features that are available in a lot of models, but not the same on the models. You know, it's like, yes. you know, it's like, well, like Bronco Sport and Maverick, build at the same plant like we talked about. Why is it that you can get Copilot 360 Assist, which is your 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 adaptive yeah. cruise lane centering and your basic steering assist and, and all that, why it's available on the very cheapest Bronco Sport, but not available on XLT Maverick. Um, so that was, we ranted about that a couple weeks yeah. ago. Um, you know, that doesn't make sense. You know, it's even at the same factory, you know, but yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Hey, we're doing it on this and this, yeah. you know, and sometimes you do see an introduction to a feature in one model to see how it works. And then you see it eventually move over to the other models the next model year. And that's typical. And I, I would get that. So like doing the flex, bit on the Maverick and then saying, Oh, this one over, this was a hit. Let's start adding it to the other vehicles and seeing right. it introduced on the F-150 and the Ranger eventually as well. I've, I've seen that happen. I mean, mm -hmm. we saw, we saw that with sync four, yeah, right. Where sync three was pretty much on every vehicle. And then the first vehicle that got sync four was like the, I think it was like the edge or something. And then eventually we started seeing more vehicles with the sync four. And then we knew the new model years pretty much here on out should get it. Except Maverick. Yeah. And I know the Maverick part of it is to keep the price down. Where's the difference between a Bronco sport, big Ben, that's $32,000, I think versus 
a Maverick. Well, actually, Maverick now is getting pretty darn close to that. Yeah. So if you get the price of the Maverick close to the, the Rocco Sport, there's no reason why they shouldn't have some commonality there. So Sorry. we'll see. I think there can be some big differences in 25. I'm not. Yeah. Not that I know anything. I'm telling you that. But I just, I just, I think we're gonna see the Maverick kind of jump up with some of that stuff because they want to simplify things. What time period does Ford's constraint apply for next week production month, etc.? Okay, so when I went over the scheduling notes information, that applies to this week. The constraint form, the constraints that we kind of talk about. Um, now, everything on uh, there's there is there are constraint sheets mm -hmm. that they give dealers, and that's typically on a monthly basis. Um, yeah. And then the factory says this week these are what we're limited on. Yeah. So it says, okay, we've gotten too many orders or because of supply, we are constrained and limited availability for these options. And when I say limited, exhausted and all that, that is that information comes from the factory for that particular week that we might see that multiple weeks, but it's on a week to week basis on that. So that could change each week. So, yeah. So there's there's two a lot of some of the um, social media sites and the forums you'll see a commodity sheet and you'll see that the the scheduling information which neither one should be on there in public um, and I cover it which Ford is okay with because I try to explain it but uh, that constraint is confidential and um, they they are from two different sources one comes from Ford and it's on that's what's what the goal is for the month. That's why those numbers don't change other than the how many, what percentages orders that yeah. number will change. But otherwise those stay the same. In fact, what Ford says, the like on the Bronco was a great example where they said the constraint sheet says Sasquatch is 40% capacity. Well, Ford said this month, the capacity is 35%. So I think even that commodity, that constraint commodity report may even be for the year. Mm-hmm. The average, yeah, or what it's supposed to be for the year. Just the WB says constraints are fluid, so they change weekly on a weekly yes. basis. Yes, um, the commodity report, the con capacity usually stays the same. Yeah. All right. But can alter from month to month. Yeah. What's the group opinion on auto start stop? I like it so I don't have to keep my foot on the brake. So I actually made that distinction. The auto hold is when you keep you let your foot off and it keeps the brake going and auto start stop is where it stops the engine when you come to a stop. Yes. Um, but in the Maverick, which I know that you have, they do work simultaneously in a way. So when you come to a stop, it will turn off your engine with the auto start stop. Then uh, if you let your foot off the brake, it does start it back on and leave the brake held. So auto hold. Yeah. So, yeah. And little fact, most vehicles, all this, this isn't the fact on all vehicles, but I know my Bronco, if you turn the string wheel, it'll turn the vehicle back on. Oh. Because because it's needing, it's using power, it's power steering, so it needs that turned on for the wheel to turn. But I think my Maverick, I tried that, and it didn't do it on the Maverick. Hmm. So that doesn't always Your Bronco happen. takes more steering power. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. But some vehicles, if you turn yeah. the steering wheel... Um, at a stop, then it'll turn it back on and you don't have to yeah. like hit the button or let off your brake a little bit. So we might have an, is it true here? Um, have Tim tell us about Ford offering a thousand dollars off Bronco. If you're a Jeep owner. Conquest. Uh, yeah, I think I saw that. Was it Ford authority that mentioned that? I don't, I don't, 
I'd have to look at the incentive for sure on a Bronco, which we could do. Where's my... Here. Let me look up. So that's those are all like incentives and rebates, and I don't always look at those on a month in and a month out. Um, oops. Go back to that. Bronco. It's probably on a 23 model year for one. Um, and, uh, oops, forgot the zip code. All right, try that. So let's, let's look here. I don't see anything in Smart Vincent for that. The UAW one is in there, 1500. And there's the ICI offers. Um, uh, yep, I don't, I don't see it on a 23 model year being in there. So I don't know who talked about that. We can look and see if it's available on 24 model year. Usually it'd be it's gonna be twenty three more likely than twenty four. But let's look for twenty four. And maybe I select the wrong trim. Let's, this outer banks, if it's gonna work on any, it'll probably work on the outer banks. Nope, that one's sold. Never mind. Discounts on Bronco Heritage. Besides what the dealer offers, I'm pretty sure Bronco Heritage doesn't have discounts or rebates Probably right not. now. Oh, these are sold. Oh, there's one that's not. Yeah, I don't I don't see that in showing in there as yep, I don't see it. Nope. Now there could be um, people that owned a Jeep that received a competitive conquest offer, right? That were coming off of a lease for a Jeep, and there's a fifteen hundred dollars for that. But I don't see any kind of offer. And if it's available, maybe it's not available yet. But there you go. There's what I'm seeing. Because that any of those thousand um, dollars off. If you are a Jeep owner, it could be a, I mean, it'd have to be show in the um, Smart Vincent. That, that's a, basically an extra offer or rebate. So it, it'd be in Smart Vincent. So it could be, though, also an offer that's sent. So kind of like a private offer as well. Yeah. And in that case, it'd be specific to those people. And I'd have to look up and have their information to know whether or not it, uh, it applies. So it's hard to tell. All right. I ordered F-250 uh, late. I'm guessing that's Lariat with the Black Appearance FX4 package on 122 last week. I got notification that's scheduled with a build date of 318. Cool. Does that mean all the parts are allocated for build? <clears throat> well, they don't really do it that way. Um, they're assuming that they can build yours and that the parts will be available based on their supplier saying that they can guarantee the parts. So, yeah. And it may move. I mean, there's a possibility that, hey, like we had somebody earlier that said that theirs moved 
what moved up and then moved back a couple of weeks. Um, and that's a lot of situations could be because the supplier didn't follow through and were able to follow through on the parts available. And so yeah. because of that, their vehicle had to be moved back. So a thousand dollar offer for Jeep owners is only in select markets. All right. Which if it's not available in the KC region, that's what we're in, then it wouldn't show in our region. All right. Um, how do I know if a Maverick XLT has a 360 co-pilot? Kind of confusing reading the options on your site. Okay. I actually, if you look in the description, I, I actually do the description on all of our Mavericks. But we do actually have a window sticking pull up. Um, and it actually shows uh, that whether or not it has a co-pilot 360 yeah. in there because that is an option on every Maverick. So and you... so it would be listed in there. If you don't click into the vehicle listing on our website, um, if you look down listed, it says window sticker and it's a hyperlink that shows you the window sticker. Yeah, you up. can pull up. It's usually right, sits right underneath the photos. Yeah. Um, there's a blue um, text that says window sticker. You can click on that to view the window sticker and then it would show as an option, uh, a charge option, uh, because it costs you to, to get that on there. Yeah. Um, and then um, otherwise, if you look in the description, and I actually have, I detail it out. So I actually, on the Maverick, especially in the Bronco, I actually detailed and write the descriptions uh, myself on those. And so I actually break it down just like it is on the window sticker. So on that in particular, be under the options section uh, where I actually list the mm -hmm. Copilot 360. And I mentioned that it has Bliss with cross traffic and it has a lane keeping. So um, it would show both of those. So, okay. And if they're not in there, then that means that vehicle won't, doesn't have it. So, all right. This is the last question we have. Hey, what would shipping for delivery for Central Illinois for a Maverick? Um, um, it depends yeah. for us. It's is it typically two, two three weeks? Is it? No, they're saying what would the shipping be for delivery? Like I think they're they're talking cost, right? If you're looking to have it shipped from us, it's about dollar twenty five per mile. Could be more. Could be less depending on what yeah. the shippers bid. We can add that in to your financing. We can have that figured out before and you finish also, your deal. If you finance the vehicle, we'll pay for the first thousand dollars of that. Very true. As yes. well. So finance um, at standard rates. Yeah. All of that with our lender. And if you are on here and you did hear me earlier on that and you're wanting to get one of ours, go through us. Uh, just so we can, I'd like to be able to, to, to track yes. that it's, uh, it's, you were interested because of our live stream and being on here. Um, so, and not, you know, that it came in and it was, you know, somebody else generated it because that is, I like to see, you know, that as well. So I really appreciate it. if you do are interested, contact uh, Sarah, there you go. Sarah Davis at lawmacarthur.com. Forgot the dot com. Um, and uh, that way it comes into her and she'll, she'll get it with someone right yeah. away. But um, I and I usually <laughs> keep track of like if I get a lead on a day, I make sure that it gets to a sale salesman in a timely manner and that they contact you in a timely manner. Yeah. So we just, I know with some of these Mavericks, it can be time sensitive. It could be even 30 minutes and it's sold. Yeah. So we just lowered the price. So I wouldn't I mean, it's probably going to trigger some things. And um, once we put those on eBay to people or sometimes looking on eBay. But um, yeah. yeah. So. I also like to, if they're coming from the live stream, I like to make sure that you're getting taken care of and um, the experience is going well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we do as well on not only the price that's online, but um, actually that price, maybe they are including in that price, the financing. Yeah. I don't know. 
So maybe I can't guarantee that because sometimes when it comes to online versus ordering, it's it's a different process. Mm -hmm. So that price may be including you having to finance with us to get that price as well. I know I know on a lot of bars you'll see on like Broncos where we're under MSRP. It actually says it includes a finance discount, and that means that you finance with us. So on the Maverick, the ones at MSRP are probably also including a, a finance discount as well. So I forgot about that. So you wouldn't have to finance with us, um, but should also be able to still pay for the first $1,000 shipping cost as well on top of that. So, And if not, it's a live stream special, so just tell them that. <laughs> just tell Sarah that. Yes. We'll make sure. And we'll, we take care of that. So, All right. No other questions? No, but I need to get headed out. All right. My little boy woke up sick. So. Oh, no. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, other than that, I think we're good to go. So if you're a member, if you're looking for some member content from Las Vegas and the live stream with Sarah on Friday. Yeah. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you guys have a great week. And, uh, yeah, other than that, thank you guys very much. Stay positive, be kind to one another, and be kind to yourself. And we'll see you later.